Oh, it's been a crazy year, but one thing remained constant, and that's music. Yep. Welcome to the Bar for Bar podcast, and this week we're talking our top 10 albums of the year. And joining me in this discussion this time around is Eric from the Hip Hop Music Podcast. Hey, man, I'm excited to be here, man. I've, I've been a fan since I found y'all. You know how I found y'all, right? Yeah. <laughs> Instagram hashtag, man, bringing the Bay together. I'm excited to do this, especially after the, you know, we're doing it right after the verses. We're two Bay Area greats oh, yeah. get together. I feel that energy with us, man. <laughs> Already. <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll we'll get into a little bit of a little bit of that too. Like we like we ain't gotta get right into the top ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, <laughs> I get it. I get it. Um, but uh, if you got if you want to do like a quick uh, a quick like brief intro about yourself, tell oh, um, fans out there. <laughs> oh man. Um. So what's up, y'all? This is Ray Love. Um, I'm from the Hip Hop Babies podcast. Uh, we've been doing it for a year and a half. Uh, we talk about black culture. We talk about music, of course, and we're all over right now. You know, we're trying to bring it together. We're trying to get to visuals, just like the Bar for Bar podcast. <laughs> you know, we're, we're still we're, we're a little behind on that, but um, I'm happy to be here. Um, me personally, I'm, uh, I'm 23. Um, I'm from the Bay. Love being in the Bay, especially right now. Um, trying to stay safe with everything that's going on. Um, it is what it is, man. I'm happy to be here. Well, thank you for joining me. I know uh, we've been talking on IG for a minute. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I think we- like right back before, right like right before the Peggy show. <laughs> yeah, so that was like over a year ago now. Yeah, and, and like we- we've been trying to get some sort of collab going. <laughs> we almost met at the Peggy show. Like we basically met we said what's up, and then I got sucked back stuck in the mosh pit. It is what it is, man. <laughs> uh, I was actually talking about that show yesterday with my friend that I, I went to with, and man, it's funny because um. He was actually wearing the same shoes, and I guess he didn't clean them since then, and they still look like a mess. <laughs> that concert was crazy. It was nope, wild. Energy. It was it was wild, man. And I'm glad we did get to technically meet in person, but you know that's what's good great about Zoom. You know, we get to meet and do this pod. You know, yeah, definitely. And and I could go into uh, what you guys talk about on Hip Hop Babies. Like that's kind of where we started out too. Like with Bar for Bar, like it was just. Just talk about everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, and since I've been going solo, I guess I've just been more focused in on particular topics. Yeah. Just nah, doing you, what I do. <laughs> yeah. You a rap head, man. That's why I, I loved when you hit me up to be on here. Cause I'm like, yeah, I'm down. Definitely down to talk top 10. You feel me? Yeah. I love your reviews. I love uh, your, your, your interviews recently. I've been popping too. You know, we need to get on that, man. I, I, I love the energy you bring. So I'm happy. Hit up the boys from talk. Grand National. They're always down to talk. For sure, man. No, I'm, I got to. I got to. I got to talk to some of the people you've uh, worked with, man. Because I love, like I said, they seem, uh, like uh, what's the? They seem like it, it was good back and forth. You know, sometimes when interviews are a little stiff, I feel yeah, like yeah. With the people you've chosen so far, it's been natural. It flows. It seems like they're happy to be a part of it. You feel me? And that's dope. Oh yeah, appreciate it. No, we've been. I've been trying to keep it like that. Like keep it light. Keep it as you know, like. Not like basic interview shit, like <laughs> yeah, because like I always have them on to talk about the project, so it's like this is something that we both want to talk about at some point anyway. <laughs> so yeah. <it> out. <laughs> oh man, um, I know we started off talking about how uh, the verses went yesterday. <laughs> Oof. 
I didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing because I was at mm-hmm. work. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw my IG story, but we had it playing on the TV. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> that was funny. I mean, that's yeah. what we had to do. But <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. I I liked it, man. Like I said, I love it when the Bay Area can collab or do something together and it brings a dope energy. You know, yeah. people try to show us love sometimes. I feel like it was dope to see E40 and Too Short flexing. Like we've been doing this for a long time. Independent hustle. It is what it is. Yeah, and that's the thing. They've been doing it actually independent since the beginning, too. Mm-hmm. That's that's crazy. Like to be in the game for so long and be successful with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it was crazy though. Like, cause um my coworker had the t- thing playing on the TV mm-hmm. and then he had to dip. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm gonna just listen to it <laughs> the <Yeah>. whole time. <laughs> I was trying like I was trying so hard not to be like just get hell into the music. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> you at work. But it's like, bro, if I was at home, I'd just be going dumb right going now. Going dumb. <laughs> I was kind of going dummy in my room. Like, yo, this is really it right now. They played all the classics. My God. Um, and I love how even then, like, I, like I said, Bay Area people, we always got to find a hustle. They was even hustling on the uh, verses. They was like, we selling this, we selling this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love it. I love the energy, man. I remember seeing a, a post about um. The IG comments like during the during the, the yeah. verses, mm-hmm. and there was one for for Kim's nails from uh, <laughs> Captain Sabo. That shit was so funny to me. <laughs> yeah, people were commenting some funny stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I had to watch it on IG. Sometimes I've been watching it on Apple Music. You know how they do it live on Apple Music. Yeah. But this for this one, I wanted to see the comments, man, like live because it was a bunch of celebrities, especially mm-hmm. ones from the Bay, like Sweetie, Sweetie. Um, who else? Um, G Easy, yeah. people like that were all common, and it was dope to see. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we had to have it on IG or not on IG, um, on Apple Music just for the high high definition. Yeah, but also because we was at work and we didn't want to get inappropriate comments on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although we were playing it on the speaker, so <laughs> yeah, they was they they was raw and raunchy with it, especially too short. He was oh, like, yeah. you know. People nowadays, they be like, we don't like the word, you know, the B word, all that. He was like, I'm, it don't matter. I'm throwing it. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. That, that's, that's, that's his that's music. That's too short. <laughs> yeah. You know what you're going to get. Uh, who do you think, who do you think uh, won? Like, if you had to pick a winner. You gonna- um, From what I heard, it was, I was, I would lean more E40, honestly. Yeah. Same. But that's just, that was, that was my preference going in to begin with. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Cause um, E40 got a whole bunch of hits. I mean, I I know Too Short does too, but E Forty like he's I don't I don't know it's it's like a pair of two goats as people were saying, but E Forty had the bangers, man. Like I was like, yo, I know this one. Two Shorts has more like older, old like that older, like he's a pioneer. Yeah. So it's it's like it's weird comparing them, but I think E Forty had it at the end. Yeah, and I mean, like for me, there was a lot more songs with uh, from E Forty that I'm like. Like I can just name off the top of the head versus yep. like too short. Like I'll recognize them, but I don't know them. Yeah, yeah, it's same. it's weird. <laughs> yeah, but I also felt like before the verses, I was talking to some of my coworkers, and there I was like, regardless, I feel like E forty puts on for the bay a little bit more than mm-hmm. too short sometimes. Yeah, like, just in his songs. Yeah, I I don't know. That's just me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, he he has the songs for the for the Warriors. He has yeah. the songs. Yeah, like. I mean, Too Short does too, but I feel like E-40 definitely, especially nowadays, like people know E-40 as like the face of the Bay. Yeah. Like you can't think about Bay Area rap without thinking about uh, E-40. E-40, yeah. <laughs> like they just go hand in hand now. <laughs> Pretty much. I was like, I was listening to, um, I was listening to the title 
playlist that they made afterwards. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I recognize every one of these songs. <laughs> everyone, that's what I'm saying. Everyone E40 played, I recognize. Too short, I recognize most of them because, um, you know, my family used to play them all the time. My mm-hmm. uncle, especially, I um, mean, loved them, grew up on them. Um, and it's just like, wow, it's crazy to hear, like, like I said, like when you really look at it, that's what I love about the verses. When you look at these artists' discographies and the hits they had throughout time, like throughout the years, it's like, wow, they really did it this period, this period, this period. Yeah. It did crossover, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. And what I feel like I really like about the versus battles, especially now, is that mm-hmm. it really is just a celebration. Like they they mark it as a battle because that's going to give views and everything, but it, yeah. it really is just like the two artists coming together to celebrate each other's music. And yeah, that that to me is just dope. Yeah, especially with, um, you know, this one, they were basically saying, like, you know, Too Short was he- hecka showing love to E-40. E-40, mm-hmm. you know, likewise. They were basi- yeah. basically saying, like, we homies. Even before yeah. this, we was homies. So it's like, even though this is a competition, at the end of the day, we just celebrating the Bay. The Bay going to win either way, like they were saying. So. Exactly. And it was funny because um, I think on Twitter, I think it was Clipping, they, they or, well, David, but yeah. he was like, Too Short and E-40 could just have a whole verses of their songs together. Yeah. <laughs> like, they got so much together that they could so just put out. <laughs> albums together, too. Like, it exactly. songs on the on each other's albums and albums together. Didn't mm-hmm. they just drop one? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Hustle. The hustle. That's what I'm saying. They do what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, we got a versus bet. We, we won't put an album out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's it? Jeezy uh, and... Um, Jeezy and uh, Gucci Man did something similar, but Gucci yeah. Man just dropped a you know a whole bunch of hits, and then Jeezy dropped his actual album, The Recession Two, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's dope to see these rappers also figuring out how to hustle it. As far as like, oh, yeah. yo, we're gonna definitely profit off this as well musically, for sure. Although with the uh, <laughs> with the Jeezy and Gucci one, that was a little bit uh, well, that was started beef. off a bit aggressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was beef. But this one was more friendly. I, I, yeah. I like, I like, I like both vibes. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, no, like. It, it was definitely more like it was definitely entertaining to hear mm-hmm. how Gucci and Jeezy were going back and forth because mm-hmm. the whole time Jeezy was just trying to be all peaceful and like loving and Gucci's like, nah, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> nah, you know, I mean, it is what it is, man. You know, it's, it's well, it was dope to see them together, though. Yeah, like I, I, I like that's what I love about this person at the end of the day. You know, we're all well, for the most part, you know, especially out here in Cali, we're at home mm-hmm. chilling. There's no concerts. Yeah, I miss concerts so much. So the ability to watch basically a virtual concert with concerts with two legends, it's it's it, it was easy, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy this has been going on like this. Definitely. And speaking of concerts, I I think the last one I was at was um, it was earlier this year. I think uh shit, what was it? I think it was Rhapsody's uh concert. Oh really? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. With Rhapsody, Saw Rock, and Heather V. Like, oh, was that, was that dope? A, it was dope as hell. Like I, I had already seen Rhapsody last year with Big Crit, and I, I already, saw that too. Oh, at, uh, at that, SF. Yeah, <laughs> we did. That's so sad, bro. We liked it, bro. And we would have known anybody. I don't even think, or maybe we did, but we didn't talk about it then. Yeah, I, I was uh I was there for my my friend's birthday actually. Oh, that's <laughs> so awesome. We was right right at the rails, and ah. um, like they was there for the meet and greet and everything. So we showed mm-hmm. up later. But it was dope to just be at the rails because, like, because they were like essentially VIP at that point. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're ordering drinks right at the rail too. Yeah, <laughs> so we're just doing that shit too. Yeah, T- it turned dope. it up, man. man. I forgot the last concert I went to. It's been. It feels like it's been forever though. Shit. Yeah. I, no. <laughs> I forgot. I'm trying to think. 
Uh, I can't remember because it's probably I, last year at this point. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I think it was last year for sure, because I don't think I went to 20 at the beginning of this year. I was supposed to see Lupe and then. Oh, yeah. The COVID happened. So. Yeah, I mean, that would have been a dope show. Yeah. When I yeah. saw what last time I saw Lupe was um, actually the 10 year anniversary of the cool. So, You're like, he performed lucky. the whole thing. <laughs> You're lucky, man. I didn't. <laughs> That's only because my my friend hit me up. He's like, "Yo, I got an extra ticket." <laughs> See, you're you're extremely lucky, man. Man, <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't go to that. Uh, I think this one was for uh, food and liquor, mm. so I was excited to see that as well. Yeah. But they keep they keep delaying. Like they haven't given me a refund yet. They keep delaying oh, this concert, so I don't know what's gonna happen with that. But I'm excited for it whenever I get to go because I know he's gonna. Re- <laughs> hopefully, he'll if they cancel it he'll just do it when you know all this clears up and then i can yeah. buy my tickets to that cuz i'm going i want to see lupe i haven't seen him yet yeah no he's he's dope and like same i didn't see him until then actually so that mm-hmm. was my first time seeing him and that was at um it was the berkeley theater so that was or the uc theater sorry mm-hmm. so like it was a dope venue too like we were down at the bottom but we're uh, all up against the wall so <laughs> yeah but it was still dope oh, yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, no. Is it like as far as concerts goes? Like whether you're in the front or the back. Oh yeah. You know, the front, depending on the show too, it could get rowdy. Um, but if you just chill in the back and just watch, you know, you get a whole different vibe. And that's a whole. That's what I'm missing. I just miss. Yeah. It. I miss it. But it's like oh, being but, in a room with all the same, like all these people that like the same like music the same as you. Music, like it's, yeah. It just feels great for mm-hmm. sure. That yeah, that's what I feel like I'm missing out on right now. Like. Yeah, I'm just speaking into the void, and someone will respond at some point. But <laughs> at some point, but I mean that's why I like you know doing the podcast because it feels like you know I'm trying to talk and uh, build a connection and a community with people who also like you know music like us. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's all. That's what it's all about for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> Man, like there's, I feel like the I feel like the Rona messed everything up. In terms of like a, a lot of the major releases that we were expecting, they they ain't happening. <laughs> they ain't happening now. And then also like, I mean, it's been a dope year musically still because I feel yeah. like the the underground and some of the big cats have still held it their their oh, end yeah. up. You know, they're like we're gonna drop no matter what. But <sighs> there was a whole bunch of shows, a whole bunch of albums that got just basically got delayed. It's yeah. like, mm. like Kendrick for show is gonna drop this year. <sighs> no. <laughs> man, I'm mad. I'm not mad at the man because he takes his time and I, yeah. I I appreciate him. You know, he puts in the work. You know, he's like my favorite rapper, like as far as the mainstream cast nowadays. Yeah. But <laughs> he need to drop, man. A single. Give me a single or something. It's some. <laughs> yeah, even the feature with the uh, Buster Rhymes that was old. So it's like yeah, that was back from before Good Kid, Mad City, or <laughs> actually around, no, around, right around Good Kid, around, Mad City. Yeah, 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 and you can tell just in his voice too. Like voice. It's, it's it's young Kendrick. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I, I need something from him. I want to know where he's gonna go with it, but at the same time, I know it's gonna be worth the wait. So yeah, the one that I'm still holding on hope for is uh J Cole. <sighs> the fall you off. Can, you can't promote it as the fall off 2020 and not drop it in 2020 <laughs> come on now. i mean he might drop it uh you know by hopefully but i mean knowing him is probably gonna be next year i think a lot of these artists you know they were planning maybe either for covid to like fall off maybe later in the year still going strong out here yeah um or they just were like we're gonna drop anyway and hopefully we could tour next year and i think right now it's so uncertain they're just like yeah there's uh we'll wait i'm i think like this the last day that cole can drop in my opinion, is inauguration day. 
mm-hmm. if he's going off of that election sort of theme in with it. Yeah. But after that, then it's it. There's no hope. It'll just show up whenever it shows up. Never. You know what I'm saying? Just like uh, you know, who, uh, another artist who's playing with us, uh, Playboy Cardi. <laughs> Yeah. Playboy Cardi, it's the same thing. It's like these dudes have been hyping up their album and they never drop and they post stuff like I'm basically about to drop or they post a single and then they stop dropping forever. Yeah. It's J. Cole dropped two singles too mm-hmm. and then he just like, I'm chilling. <laughs> and also that letter to No Name. But <laughs> Oh yeah, that that whole thing. That was a, that was a fun, fun time for my comment section. <laughs> <laughs> Man, when I posted that, that breakdown for the No Name video, there was mm-hmm. like... 30 comments over the course of a weekend and i'm just like i don't i'm not gonna respond to none of this because y'all actually have a conversation but <laughs> yeah yeah i mean th- I, that's what i loved about it though it basically just led to conversation yeah especially because um you know that's what basically what they were saying too like it's not really even a beef it's just us having a conversation uh some people were taking it too far though of mm-hmm. course you know how it is but it was interesting to see the what what that brought out of the people and their perspectives yeah. uh speaking of surprise releases though eminem I I don't know how I feel about this one though. <laughs> like I see people like I see people online saying that it's better than side A and it's the best thing that he's released. But I, I'm I'm not feeling it. Me either. Like I, I really did like side A. Like yeah. side A was solid. Yeah. But this one is just like I feel like he's doing too much. <laughs> yeah, he tried to do a song with Dre. He's, he, he, I just feel like when Eminem, like nowadays, Eminem, you gonna, you know what you expect. Yeah. Um, he's he'll drop a dud. You know, I don't know. You know, this is my, you know, my opinion. He's, you know, some people say he's never dropped a dud. I don't believe that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's he'll drop a dud and then he'll drop a solid project. And I feel like right, music we to be fig- mer- We gonna forget about recovery right there. Yeah. <laughs> <nuts>. <laughs> Or but, uh, a revival. Some people, <laughs> some people stand by those albums. I'm like, yo, all right, I'm gonna let you have it. All right. Yeah. But um, music to be murdered by was solid. Um, there was still some people hating on it, but it was like I thought it was a solid album. Yeah. And for him, for, I wasn't expecting him to drop a deluxe. So for yeah. him to do that, or like a side A, side B, and for him to do that, it was dope. But I only got a few tracks out of it, man. I, I was expecting a little yeah. bit more. Like you said, it seems like he's trying to do too much because people like side a so he's like i'm gonna try to go in this bag again it mm-hmm. didn't didn't really mesh with me that well because like like i i did the breakdown for nat and i'm like mm-hmm. like halfway through it i like you can kind of tell in the video i just kind of lost my energy because i'm like i right, now what are you even you're just like you're not even like there's no subject matter you're just saying shit to say shit <laughs> yeah and i didn't feel like that on side a i feel like some of the tracks on this one that's what he was doing rapping just a rap you know because he's yep. technically top tier oh yeah absolutely but when he sometimes he just kind of like he just be going off because he knows he can yeah and it, like to me it's like i think well with that especially just because I, I that's more fresh in my mind like there's mm-hmm. so many lines where i'm just like okay so you continue this idea but then you just drop it off entirely like mm-hmm. to me, like why why are you just like throwing out all these like punchlines? Like it's excessive after a certain point. <laughs> like I, I get know. it, but I, I feel like Eminem just knows like he's top tier as far as rapping goes. So he uses that to like he uses songs just to flex. Like it's just like you're just flexing at this point. Yeah. You know, you could you could definitely be using that ability to stay on point or like mm-hmm. I mean I get it. Everyone goes on tangents every once in a while, but I feel like. Sometimes yeah. it's like literally just tangent, 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 
whatever whatever yeah. I come up with lyrically. Yeah, and it, like for me, it's just it, it's, he's. I think he runs the same problem that a lot of lyricists I feel have been running into, where like they got the bars, but they either like they can't stay on topic, mm-hmm. the beats kind of whack, mm-hmm. or they just don't know how to make a song. Yeah, and yeah. it sucks because like there's so many lyricists that are just straight up dope, but can't get into their music because it's just <sighs> <laughs> like you're doing too much man you don't make good songs you just rap and i yeah. definitely feel that way like that's why when there's an artist who could do that like kendrick like mm-hmm. j cole they're usually you know heralded as top tier because they could do that i feel like eminem used to do that but i don't know what it has been i feel like with music like i said with, like we were saying part a he kind of did that. He had a, yeah. like he had a little theme going. I feel like with part B, it like dang near loses the theme. It's just like, <laughs> oh, these might be dope tracks you might like. Yeah. I mean, and like you said, there are a few tracks that are dope on it. Like, mm-hmm. but it's I'm not gonna be returning to this as much as I did side A. Mm-hmm. Like side A was straight up like gym music for me. <laughs> like I was like, like this is perfect. Yeah. But but side B is just like, I don't know, like. I had to cut out a lot of stuff on my breakdown too because I didn't mm-hmm. want to get hella hate for it. But like, ain't no one really pay attention to the podcast. So I'll still say it, but like I was listening, <laughs> like I was listening to the beat. And I'm like, what is this beat? Like, people online are like, "Yo, this beat is dope as fuck." I'm like, uh, what am I missing? Maybe that's because we from the Bay. We I expect your beat. Like sometimes I give people a pass, or it's like I can see what you were doing with this beat. You know, I like sometimes people go out of the box, but I feel yeah. like Eminem recently it's been hit or miss with his production, especially with albums like we were saying. Uh, what was it? A revival? Like oh my god! I don't know what he does with these beats. Um, with Kamikaze, it was solid. Again, yeah. he kind of went back. And then this one was even like, oh, okay. Now you're dang near fully back with part A. I feel like a lot of those beats were solid. Yeah. This one, it, I don't know, man. I, maybe it was just like, that's what I'm saying. I feel like a lot of times with these deluxe albums, I'm not saying they're throwaway tracks, but they're tracks that could have made it or like they just didn't fully vibe. So they just put it together to make like a second album. Yeah. It's a trend. I don't. <clears throat> I mean, it makes sense for smaller artists for sure. Cause like yeah. you want to keep your name in people's mouths. Mm hmm. M doesn't have to do that. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't have to do that. And I just find it weird that that's what I'm saying. I wasn't expecting this. Like a lot of big legend, like big time legend artists, like they've started to do it too. Didn't Buster Rhymes kind of do it as oh well? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. He was too deluxe. Yes, what I mean. I don't, I fight for the legends, man. Like I get it though. Cause you know, people used to do deluxe albums back in the day, but they yeah. would add like a few tracks. Now it's like a whole secondary album of tracks that were like, not supposed to be on the album maybe but yeah. I, sometimes it works I, recently i haven't really been feeling them as much i don't know about you yeah no i honestly don't even really return to albums with the deluxe most of the time mm-hmm. like i know conway dropped the deluxe for from king to a god but i didn't really i didn't go back and listen to it oh me either like dang i'm like, I, I didn't I even hear about it i'm surprised <laughs> yeah no that just dropped on friday too <laughs> oh that's why okay okay but like, like I said, like I don't really care to go back and listen to deluxe albums most of the time. Like, I'd rather you put them out as like an EP mm-hmm. or just singles. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't like. I don't know. I, I this year has been full of them, so I don't know if this is going to be something we continue to see. Um, yeah. 
I mean, I'm not going to say Lil Uzi started the trend, but you remember with Eternal Take, like he did that. And then now I've seen, you know, Nav, a whole bunch of artists mm-hmm. like drop these double disc albums. It's almost like they're doing double albums now, but it's like not yeah. a double album. So I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. What was the best, like out of the deluxe deluxes you've listened to, what was like the best one in your opinion? I really didn't listen to any. <laughs> None of them? No. Nah. Um, the only one I actually listened to was Uzi's. <laughs> yeah, and that was like the one that started off. And yeah. I was kind of like, even that one was kind of like. I just got tired after that. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I I kind of got tired of them too. I kind of check them out now. Like if it's like an artist I really mess mm-hmm. with, I'll check it out. For example, Eminem, you know. Right. But yeah. that's because he also did it like part B. But yeah. Sometimes. He, he kind of advertised it as a separate project. Yeah. But you, we know it. We know yeah. what it is. <laughs> yeah, the most I and mean, just a kind of a spoiler for my top ten. They ain't no deluxe or bonus tracks on this shit. <laughs> <Either>. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. Um, I guess we can get right into it then. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, I guess to preface this, this is our opinions. Yeah, <laughs> it's 100 subjective. They're this is not an objective top 10 list. Mm-hmm. God damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, before y'all favorite, getting ready to hate and shit. Like, no. If your favorite album ain't on here, don't get mad. You like, know? These, like, for me, these are the albums that I return to the most. The albums mm-hmm. that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I am not just going based off of hype. Off no. Of, like, talent. Either. I'm just going nope. on what I liked. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm um, excited. I'm excited to hear yours. <laughs> Uh, shoot, I'll go first then. <laughs> All right, let's go. Um, starting from the bottom. Okay. Um, I got sadistic. This is kind of cheating, but he dropped uh, Delirium and Elysium, mm-hmm. and I kind of treat that as a full album. Like I okay. don't treat them as separate projects. Okay. Um, then Shane Noir and Apollo Brown, as God okay. intended. Okay. Then Grand National, Twice on Sunday, Season One. Clipping, Visions of Bodies Being Burned. Uh, Benny the Butcher, Burn the Proof. Kevin Allen, Heroes Eventually Die. Conway, From King to a God. Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist, Alfredo. East Shore Highway, they're self-titled, East Shore Highway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sarok, Sharecropper's Daughter, at oh, number one. Okay. <laughs> you got some albums that I'm not the most familiar with on there, but that I've seen you talk about. So I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. I okay. think I've talked about... Yeah, I've talked about everything on this one, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've seen you talk about them, but I'm yeah. like, I wasn't that familiar with them, but that's dope. I like yeah. that list. I like that list. <laughs> uh, Are you ready? Should you I just go though? now? Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So I'm going to go just like you. So 10, Ka, Descendants of Cain. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine, Benny the Butcher, Burden of Proof. Uh, eight, Boldy James, Manger on McNichols. McNuckle? How do you, I don't even know. I think it's McNichols. <laughs> McNichols, okay, thank you. <laughs> Seven, Clipping, Visions of Bodies Being Burned. Uh, six, Conway the Machine, From King to a God. Uh, five, Boldy James again, The Price of Tea in China. Uh, four, Quayle Chris, Innocent Country 2. Three, Arm and Hammer, Shrines. Oh, shit. <laughs> I love, uh, two, Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemist, Alfredo, and one Run the Jewels, Run the Jewels four. Oh, nice. I my list is a little <laughs> bit more, you know. It, it, I, I I wanted there was it was hard. It was hard. Oh yeah, this year was hard. Definitely, and I like how we both had clipping at number seven. <laughs> but um, no, like this album this year was pretty hard because like there was well for me 
my listening habits changed because it was mm-hmm. more like I'll listen to albums that I'm going to review. Yeah. But um, like I also would listen to other albums, but um, it ended up being like I just don't return to those albums as frequently. Mm-hmm. Like I got hell honorable mentions, but yeah, <laughs> like narrowing down like the top 10 was just hell hard for me. Yeah. And like leading up to this, like I kept swapping my top five, like, yeah, like, for <laughs> months. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like even last, last second, like right before this, I was like, do I really have this album here? Am I leaving <laughs> something off? Cause I had to go back and think cause earlier this year, like you said, my music listening, especially with the quarantine, I feel like mm-hmm. the pandemic has changed the way I listen to music. You know, I, I listen to a lot of mood music a lot of times. So when it comes to my list, you know, that's why I got some darker stuff on here. And then I got, you know, the, the usual rap hip hop hit stuff, you know, it yeah. was it was a weird year for music, like we were saying earlier. Yeah, because like, I don't know about you, but like I used I usually listen to most of my music on the drive to work. Mm-hmm. So like me being furloughed from March to October, I was just stuck at the house. So <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I guess I'll just listen to music when i'm doing nothing yeah <laughs> that's what it's i was a lot doing. hard to find time to listen to music yeah um i listen to music um i used to listen to music on the way to work a lot especially like you know if an album just dropped i'm like oh yeah i want to listen to it on the way you feel me yeah. um but i listen to it a lot in my headphones when i'm doing um work sometimes like as far as like homework stuff mm-hmm. like that because i you know i consider myself a decent multitasker tasker sorry and then um what's it called uh i also listen to music like you know on my speaker when i'm just chilling in my room sometimes especially now like you said now we're at home i really got into just letting this play on the speaker while i'm doing stuff around my room either cleaning or like you know right yeah i mean that's kind of what you got to do now yeah i mean (laughs) it's not really much you know what i'm saying especially with everything closed you know there's not anywhere you could go really so it's like unless you're just getting food or like you know going to the store so yeah it's like you don't really have a chance to just sit in the car and listen to music. Mm-mm. <laughs> um, Mm-mm. Man, but going like, let's kind of uh, let's, tr- let's try to elaborate on our list, I guess. Um, starting from 10, I for me, having Sadistic down here was like for me, I'm just a big fan of Sadistic. I got mm-hmm. I got the vinyl somewhere over there, um, but it's for me, like, Sadistic's music is interesting. And every album of his has been so different each time. Mm-hmm. Like, I really started getting into him back when I think Flowers for My Father dropped, which okay. was, 20, I think, 2013. 13? I was going to say 2012. That, um, yeah, one of the two. But um, One of the year, yeah, it's close. Like, just his, he has a way of kind of bringing, like, that dark sound, but, like, not being superly it's like super aggressively depressing mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's still like a small glimmer of hope every time he raps yeah but also like he brings in so many like horror themes which even though i'm not huge in horror movies like i still like the vibes yeah no <laughs> so then, I, go ahead no, no sorry 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 say what you <laughs> no you good <laughs> um but yeah with delirium and elysium like he still brought that and mm-hmm. he actually like i think i think it was on delirium but he had to track the plague which is just straight up what's happening right now <laughs> like, but um with this project like this i guess double project he went into it like trying to have two different sides of a story or not a story but like a feeling mm-hmm. so like for him to do that and do it well 
considering mm-hmm. like I would ex- would have expected him to kind of go in a different direction because I think last he dropped um I don't remember the name of the album now but um <laughs> the last album he dropped was a little bit more somber mm-hmm. like I wasn't expecting it to be that sort of sound again yeah I was expecting it to be more like altars oh. or solo sessions where it's like yeah. a lot more aggressive aggressive uh haunted gardens that's what it was mm-hmm. but um no nah, it was dope and he he did it well <laughs> i feel no i i love sadistic too I, I that was i didn't sit with these projects as much as i should have i'm not even gonna lie to you like mm. i usually check them out and i get really into them i think this year like they when they drop i kind of chucked them out and then i kind of just like i said this year was weird musically to me and i don't know i i sh- <laughs> That's what I'm saying. When you had him at the list at 10, I'm like, oh, I almost forgot. Like, Sadistic dropped two albums pretty much this year. And, like, they were dope, but I don't know. They just didn't hold me as much. But they were dope projects, man. Like, Sadistic never uh, disappoints me. Yeah. I mean, like, I almost forgot about them, too. But then mm-hmm. I went, I was like, wait, no, I, I really did sit with those for a minute. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I think the biggest reason that I kind of forgot about it or, like, um why you may not have sat with it as long as because like i think delirium dropped early in the year yeah so it's like like right at the beginning of quarantine so it's just like yeah uh, there's so much going on <laughs> yeah and um like you said uh my music like as far as like what we review you know for my yeah. podcast it's like i don't believe we reviewed that so it was just me going on my way to personally review it that's yeah. that's you know or not review it but listen and review it eternally you know what i'm saying so it's it's interesting like how that got left off. Like I now you got me mad because I feel like I gotta sit and listen to it a little bit more. I feel like this happens every time because yeah. last year um I brought up Boogie and one of the guys was just like, Oh god damn it. <laughs> totally forgot, man. Cause Boogie dropped earlier in the year and then a whole bunch of other stuff dropped. And yeah. that was solid though. Um, but who who was at your number ten again? Uh Ka, Descendants of Kane. Yeah. I Kyle, that's the thing with Kyle. Like, I used to sit and read a lot. So he reminds me of those days where I used to just sit and read books. <laughs> Cause when mm-hmm. he's just rapping at you, he's rapping at you in this monotone, peaceful, like, but it's not really peaceful because what it's he's talking about. <laughs> but like when you really get into the bars and stuff, like the whole I am am I my brother's keep am I my brother's keepers thing. Yeah. It was I loved it. The religious undertones, also just the undertones, like I think it dropped right around maybe maybe uh like around the time when the um protests were going on and it had me thinking on a deeper vibe is like am i my brother's keeper because that was another thing that happened this year the protest yeah and you know it was i feel like Kai kind of gave me those dark like like we're saying with sadistic he brings that vibe where it's like he's chilling just telling you about a bunch of crazy sad shit that's going on in his own way yeah. so yeah i love what Kai brought to the table with that one and no, that was actually one of my. Oh god, I didn't want to play music. <laughs> I was gonna pull up his album. Um, like that was one of the things that, like, one of the albums I really liked reviewing because mm-hmm. there was just so much. Um, there's so much to go into. Like, I really like to just kind of dig into albums if I can. Yeah. And with Ka, there was so much like imagery that like. You could really pull, yeah. Because um, like, for some, so for a little bit of a backstory, like I went to a private high school. It wasn't religious or anything, but um, 
like there was a class called um, People of the Book where we mm -hmm. talked about like we read the Bible, we read the Quran and like just a little bit of other religious texts. Okay. So like I just have that in the back of my head at all times, like just to reference. <laughs> yeah. Like all those sorts of imageries and like just whatever references is always fun for me to pull out. <laughs> yeah. And that's I went to a private Catholic school. Oh, so yeah. hey, that like you saying, the whole religious vibes. I love it when an album can bring that to me and bring it to me in a way, way that I feel like I can either relate to or just see what you're going for. And I feel like yeah. that Ka, he barely misses when it comes to like his bars. So I knew it was going to be dope and the production totally set the vibe throughout. Yeah. And yeah. I also just like that it wasn't just super over the top with it either. Mm -hmm. Like it was subtle enough that like if you're really listening for it, you'll pick up on it. But like if you're not, you're just like, OK, no, he's just talking about shit that's happening around him back in the day or back in the hood. Like that's yeah. just day to day stuff for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I, I love him, man. The double entendres, all that. Even sometimes tripping, like he be getting in his bag. I'm like, oh, sheesh. Yeah. Um, I just that's not the same car. Okay, I was about to say. Wait, no, is it? What? No. Okay, because I think on uh, on title they got him mixed in with someone else named Ka. So I was like, what? He didn't drop two more projects. That's crazy. No, nah, I swear <laughs> uh, on on yeah. uh, album music they do something similar they got like a project under like under calm like that's not Ka. yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's so he's still low-key man god yeah. needs more love man god needs more love it's crazy because like it's it's so funny to me like this is just kind of his hobby mm -hmm. like in real life he's just a firefighter yeah <laughs> like, that's I found his day that job. <laughs> yeah i found that out on twitter i'm like bro what <laughs> like you okay <laughs> Like you really get deep in your, but hey, maybe as a firefighter, you see a lot of twisted things. Honestly, so it yeah. brings out that somber kind of like, uh, I'm just I mean, chill. Yeah. I mean, he's from uh, Brownsville too, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, we got uh, that's from where Sean P is from too, and mm -hmm. I mean, Sean P, rest in peace. But that yeah. was like he was a a monster with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, Brownsville definitely repping with uh, these talented, super talented, like, lyrical guys that yeah. just bring their, like, own, like, it's like, like, they have their character. Like, Sean P, he had a lot of character, even in the way he did his covers, everything. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I think Browns uh, Brownsville, maybe it makes you really, like, I don't know, it's just, like, it brings something out of you, because Kaz is the same way with his covers, with the way he just raps. It's super yeah. unique. And, like... Uh, well, I before I forget, I think Rock Marciano is he from Brownsville too, or is he? He just, might be. I think he might be. He's from New York, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, Ka, like his album covers are just some of my favorite. Mm -hmm. And like, he's just one of those people that's just hella deep into like just random stuff, mm -hmm. <laughs> like um, Orpheus and the Sirens. Like that. Ooh, that was dope. That was like I really like that just because of mythology. Like that's always fun for me. Yeah, but then um, honor killed the samurai. Like he goes super deep into deep. one particular thing and just goes off, goes <laughs> off over these beats that are just like just let him just go off on it. Like you're saying, like you really get to pay attention to what he's saying because the beats don't do too much, but they yeah. are there, and they some of them are actually kind of hard to me. Yeah, like the lack of drums actually makes it. <laughs> yeah, because you don't uh, need him when he's hitting you so hard with his voice. Like it's almost like his voice are not the drums but it's like they bring that hard hit to it mm -hmm. yeah and that kind of it reminds me of like kind of old school new york sound too because um mers on uh, like when he was doing the hip-hop uh or hip-hop dx like the breakdown stuff mm -hmm. like he brought up how 
back in the day, like in the nineties, like East coast rap was very light in terms of beat because most of the people listening to it were on the subway or just walking around. Mm-hmm. So they just got headphones in. So they, yeah. oh, they, they really wanted to pay attention to what they were saying. Yeah. Whereas people on the West coast, it was riding around. <laughs> so like the beats Bumping. way more important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I think that's what Cobb brought out too. Mm-hmm. Like, or that's what he does. And same with yeah. Mark Marciano. Like they're very, lyrically focused and less like the beats there of course but that's kind of secondary sometimes yeah and rock i, I believe yeah rock had a feature on this I and mean, he he killed it he oh killed it. i love it when they link i love it when they link up i think they had a whole project too right when i i feel like, like are you talking about this year no 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 not this year like at in some the past point. in yeah, the yeah. past oh okay yeah, yeah. i yeah, thought yeah. you meant this no, year no, i was no. like did i miss that i'm like i'll sleep <laughs> <For sure>, no. <laughs> <laughs> i was like i feel like i would have heard about that okay yeah. okay Oh, oh no, they have. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have. Pro- they have. A pro- I believe. I believe they do have a project together, and they definitely usually have at least a track or two on an album. Yeah, because they 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 have that sound, man. They're perfect together, man. I feel like Rocky Rock is more um, enthusiastic though. Sometimes you know he does a lot of weird voices and stuff on his. Stuff. Yeah, and yeah. his production too is just a little bit more offbeat sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Rock, his Mar- Mount Marcy was pretty solid too. But- yeah. It just, I just didn't listen to it enough. <laughs> no, no, it came out later. You got me to spend $40. You, <laughs> you bought it? Oh, I, I waited till it was on streaming. Because <laughs> I, I didn't know how long it would take. Because sometimes yeah. like he'll drop it like a week later. Sometimes it'll be months later. Months. Yeah, so like, he's trying to get his I money. I need to listen to this. <laughs> I, should, I, I support him sometimes. I didn't do it with this one. Because um, uh, my favorite projects, at least recently from him, have still been uh, Rosebud's Revenge, man. Yeah. I feel like those he really went in. And, and the, the white horse one was solid. I feel like ever since then you drop is solid, but I don't know. I, I'm ins- but Mount Marcy was solid. I've gotten a few listens, but it came out too late. Yeah, it came out too late. It's definitely on like honorable mention list for mm-hmm. sure. Yep. I just like the main reason I even bought it is because hella people like in hip hop were hyping it up, like artists. So like, okay, no, I gotta actually check it out now. <laughs> yeah, they show love to Marcy. Yeah, Marcy deserves all the love. That's what I'm saying. He need more love too, man. I be trying to put people on. They like. That's what I'm saying. I feel like, you know, because we do live in the Bay, they expect more hard-hitting beats. Yeah. But at the end of the day, man, Marcy, I love his wordplay and stuff. The way he just, he's kind of goofy with it sometimes, too. Like, yeah. I love it. I love it. <laughs> just throw out those funny bars every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. But I definitely see why people are just like, ooh, I don't know. It's yeah. just, uh, just all that rap rap. <laughs> we definitely have an acquired taste, I feel like. Because I be trying, I'm like, yo. <laughs> Don't I send it to people? I'm like, yo, you might like this. Even with Ka, you know, I tried to show a lot of people Ka, and they're like, it's almost like I'm reading a book. And you know, I get it. I used to like it. I I like reading books. Yeah. (laughs) Um, moving up the list, number nine, I got Shay Noir has God intended with Apollo Brown. Okay. I feel like Apollo Brown on a project is just cheating for me because in the last two years that I've been doing this, like he's been on it. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like he brings out the best in artists. Mm-hmm. Like, and as always, it's always, in my opinion, best to have an artist and a producer work together on a whole entire project because yeah. you're going to get the best sound out of it. But mm-hmm. her starting off the project with antisocial and her saying, actually, I'm pulled the exact bar right now because it was just so cold. Um, she said, look at them all. Look, kill them all. Put, I put rappers in cemeteries. Then go to your wake and autograph your obituaries. Pass it out to your fam. Kill the dudes that carried you. Drop a bomb in the hole that your family digging to bury you. Woo. Like, 
if you start off a project with that sort of intensity, Energy. like, bruh. <laughs> yeah, I this was this is an honorable mention. The only reason why it wasn't in my list, I feel like, is because um I found out about it later. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. I'm not. I'm not going to cap like I really knew about Shea Noir that much, and when I came on to this i was like oh yeah apollo brown like i'll check it out right my friend told me you know you need to check it out so i was like okay i'll check it out the beats as you're saying apollo brown crazy and shay noir she brought it i was like yo who is this like i'm surprised i hadn't really heard about her i don't know about you have you heard about her much before this um i heard about her from the tape that she did with 38 special earlier uh, I didn't know. know. I didn't know. So that's what I'm saying. So I was. I was more so like I was super impressed with how she brought the. Like you're saying, she came out with that energy, and she didn't really miss. Um, hustle don't give. I oh mean, uh, that's how I'm Black saying. cheating. Just that's having Black on the album is not fair. For, for you, as someone I don't really know, to have Black Thought on the album and also hold your own because Black Thought oh doesn't miss. Uh, mm, Streams yeah. of Thought, uh, Volume Two or no Three? three. No, Volume mm. Three. I'm surprised. I forgot that's not on my list. It dang near could have been like Black Thought doesn't miss. So for you yeah. to have him on your project and you hold your own, I was blown away. I'm like, yo, who? I, I've been sleeping on her. I was sleeping. Yeah. No, it's she's dope. And even her after 12 project, she fully produced that thing. And it was solid as hell. I need to go back. I'm gonna go back. Like, you, you go. You making me. I got to go back now. <laughs> I was sleeping. Like, I feel like. Like on. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you follow them on Twitter, but um. Like RJ Payne, Ransom, 38 Special, like everyone who's mm-hmm. associated with trust, like I don't want to make it sound bad, but they, they feel in some sort of way about not being on top ten lists. <laughs> like because because the, they deserve that's what I'm saying. Like they, I feel like rap they deserve it, but it's also like you're looking to B dot and B dot's one of those he's like industry, like he's bigger than like this underground shit. Like you don't argue with them about the list. Like it's a different, whole different perspective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you can't. I feel like you can't really get mad at people's lists because it's like they're all subjective and people look at music different. And they either like sometimes they lean more towards the mainstream, sometimes they lean more towards the underground, sometimes they have a mixture of both. Yeah. But you can't really. Sometimes I get it though because you put a lot of work into a project and you feel like, yo, my project was the best out of it, like better than all of those. What yeah. are you talking about? But. Everyone has their preference, and I feel like they deserve it. But I don't know. Like I, that's what that I love that you uh, prefaced uh, what we were talking about with like this is our opinion because we're going we might leave somebody off, but yeah, it was just so much this year, so much talent. Yeah, and like speaking of everyone in trust, like R.J. Payne dropped. He's dropping projects every week. Like he has another <laughs> one coming on Monday. That's like bro, like, you dropping that much work. Like, I, it, I can't keep up. <laughs> up. It's hard. I know it's going to be probably solid or dope, but it's hard to keep up when you drop yeah. projects all the time. Same with uh, 38 Special. Like he dropped, or he put out 1995 last week, and I'm like, I, I didn't get a chance to listen to it yet. Don't have time. And like um, Ransom, like he's he's doing the same thing. Like every few weeks, like he's got a project. Now. I'm like, bro, I know you're dope. I just. I can't listen to this right now. <laughs> yeah, because like you have other things you gotta listen to. You work in. It's like, bro, and it's like I've you know you try to go like I try to go back and like okay, I'm not gonna listen to it right when it drops, but check it out at least later. And by that point, I'm like, yo, like it's now it's later. I've already like sat on other gone. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's I just, hard. The the mainstream equivalent of that is uh and not nowhere near as talented, but uh. I mean, if you're an NBA Youngboy fan, Youngboy does that where he'll drop a project every month, every week. And it's like, I, 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 you know, I try to at least check him out, but I'm not a fan either. It's like, bro, you drop too much. 
and and to me he's not that talented so it's mm-hmm. like at least with them they're dropping quality work you know yeah, some of these yeah. people they drop a lot and it's like yo you missing me now you, you dropping too much it's almost like um they took kind of the griselda route back in the day where they where griselda was dropping stuff damn near every month yeah but at least then it wasn't one artist like it was either, either benny west Gun, conway like they had a good mix yeah but um yeah it was anyway the noir was dope <laughs> yeah it was dope it was dope missed my list but it was dope man i'm glad you had that on there though because that project definitely deserves love there's yeah no and also like female rappers this year have been putting in hella work too like there's there's other people that like i mean lyric jones like her mm-hmm. project i think it was executive produced by fonte mm-hmm. so it's like that was a dope project yeah. um, obviously star rocks at number one um and then i i could have easily put shay noir on here a few times yeah <laughs> like they be spitting yeah i was honestly surprised rhapsody didn't drop something this year too <laughs> yeah she did she drop a few singles no no project though huh um i think she put out one official single like with the rock album okay yeah um but like she's been she's been doing that thing where um artists take songs off of their recent album and make it into like a playlist sort of thing okay that's what she's like that's what she's been doing a bunch so for sure it is what it is though (laughs) i'm surprised though too because rap usually comes hard when she drops and she's has she been dropping yearly recently i think so dang near huh or every other year right every other year actually okay yeah okay well yeah, female rappers have been holding it down, though. I mean, if you, I, I wanted a project from Tierra Whack, but I didn't get one. But she, even the singles she's been dropping yeah. have been different and dope, you know. And I gotta really get into Shay Noir. I'm, a, I, I gotta do my work now. I gotta do my work, man. I gotta do my work. Nah, she's it. hard. Doing it, yeah. And this project was dope, but I just didn't have. To, I feel like I didn't have the time. But since I'm on break right now, so I'm definitely got the time to go back and check out this artist. I'm about to do that. It's like, really right just like. <laughs> It's right really just like this. there's some uh, there's something in the water in Buffalo, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, it's crazy, <laughs> man. Like, ugh. <laughs> uh, but who who'd you have at number nine again? I had Benny the Butcher, Burden of Proof. Mm. Um, I have it lower just because because it could have been higher, but the other projects I listened to a lot more because mm-hmm. they either were my mood or it just was like something different. I feel like Benny on this project. I'm not saying he missed, but he did have the song with Big Sean and Lil Wayne that I kind of messed with, but I kind of didn't like the features as much. And I feel like overall, I didn't go back to it as much as I was expecting, but it's still in my top 10. So that's not me hating on it. It's just, there was other projects I just went back to way more throughout the year. Um, And it came out, when did it come out? Um, Uh, Like October? October. So it's a later year project. Yeah, it's a later year project. So I was kind of like... Should I put it higher? Should I put it lower? I might later on change it. I don't know, but for right now, I think that's that's a solid placement. Um, songs like uh, "Thank God," what? Thank God I. Uh, thank God I made it. Thank God I made it. Let me pull it up. Thank God <laughs> I made it. Um, sorry, let me pull it up. Where would I go with Rick Ross? I feel like he uh, Rick Ross had a solid feature. Um, One Way Flight with Freddie Gibbs. He oh let Freddie God. Gibbs do that playful little hook and then like a little verse, but really <laughs> Benny really kept it about him and didn't really miss on the project. Besides yeah. that track with Lil Wayne and Big Sean, even that's not really a big miss. It's just like the features kind of threw me off. Yeah. Yeah, like I know when that track came out, like I, I did, I, I that was another track I did a breakdown for, but like I wasn't really too into it 
but when it came on in the album, I was like, okay, cool, it makes sense here. Yeah, it fits, it fits, yeah. it, it fits. But the, I'm sorry, I'm not the biggest Big Sean fan. I don't hate on Big Sean, yeah. but I'm not the biggest fan. I tried, I tried because Kanye put him on years ago, but yeah. And then Lil Wayne, you know, you might get a fire verse from him. You might get a mid one. I feel like that was kind of like, it was in between. But, you know, look, it's always great to hear a legend, especially on a Benny the Butcher project, because I was not yeah. expecting him to get those type of features on here. But to me, it showed me that Benny has the most crossover potential out of um, yeah. Zelda, like easily. Like on this project, the beats, especially Hit Boy, shout out to Hit Boy. He had an amazing year this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nas's could have been on here, but it wasn't. But Nas's Shoot. project... Uh, was it King's Disease? Yeah, <laughs> right. King's Disease. King's Disease was dope, man. So I, I, I think that overall, uh, Burden of Proof, though, like Benny showed me that he got the lyrics, he got the crossover potential, and I'm excited to see where he goes from here because I think he's saying he's already planning to kill next year and he just dropped the single, right? Yeah. Oh, well, that single, I think, is for his uh, the, the movie that he's working with. Still, still, but yeah, like they, yeah. they, 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 he got big things planned next year, and I think that he's yeah. gonna definitely pop in the movie. Zelda. <laughs> yeah, the movie. Because I remember they were posting, they were talking about that like a while ago, and it's dope to see it finally coming to fruition. Yeah. So now I'm excited to see what they do next year, especially Benny, because you know they are gonna drop like five projects in a year. It is what it is yeah. at this point. <laughs> and we for sure getting Tana Talk Four. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that because Tana Talk Three. Woo. Oh my god, that That's what I'm that one just barely missed my list last year. I think, I think, it yeah, was, or was it the year before? I don't remember now, but um, I, I had Benny on it. It might have been 2018. Yeah, you're right. I th- I think it I think it was because it, it I had listened to it too late in the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just didn't make it. Yep, but I would have. <laughs> yeah, that's how it always is, man. That's how it always is. But um, I'm I guess I'll get in a little bit of Benny because I have him a little bit later on the list, but uh, or earlier on higher up, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, no, like, I don't know. For me, Benny was just rapping his ass off on this. Yeah. And I think it's because he had Hit Boy on it. So he knew that he was going to get that attention. I think it did the best out of any Griselda project this year, too. Even though uh, Who Made the Sunshine was on Shady. But that's a whole nother thing. (laughs) Didn't get no promo. No, I was surprised. And Westside left anyway. So (laughs) yeah. But um, no, nah, like this album, it was really solid. Like, I don't know. I kind of go back and forth with it. Like some, like that's why like my list isn't like solid in terms of placement either. Like, yeah, like early, like I know when it came out, I was talking to my friend at work and I'm like, yo, this album's kind of mid, <laughs> but like that was like right off of the, off the bat. And I was expecting like amazing, amazing. Stuff. Yeah. So like it didn't meet those expectations, but it's still really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, espe- I mean, especially one way flight like that. Freddie, honestly, he might have verse the year with that. Yeah, <laughs> like that was just yeah, was just hella what, funny. It was dope to see him have that funny, <laughs> uh, funny little vibe. Add that funny little vibe on the track, and even his verse. I feel like his verse. I don't know about you, but it felt like it wasn't the longest, but he no. still like killed it. Like that's what, like I don't know what it is with Freddie, man. You know, uh, Freddie killed it this year. He's cheating. Fre- he's like, cheating. Like every year, he's. Every year he's put out something dope. Like mm-hmm. this year, Alfredo. Last year, Bandana. And wait, did Fetty drop last year? No, I think it was the year before. No, a year before with currency, but, right? Yeah, yeah, but then the year before, the I had Fetty and Freddie on there. And I think Shadow of Doubt before that. Like Shadow of every Doubt. year, it's just been dope. <laughs> I mean, even going, you know, Pinata. 
You know, oh God. that's years of the day. Like he hasn't been missing. He's been on a roll ever since. I feel like even before Pinata, he had solid projects. But I think ever since Pinata, that's when he's. Oh, so, yeah. I feel like because he got a lot of love with Pinata, I feel like mm-hmm. he was getting love before, but like it's different now. Like now he's yeah. in there like top tier underground slash like you know he's not even really under. He just got nominated for a Grammy though. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's so wild. I know. Like. <laughs> This year has been crazy. Like to see Freddie Gibbs. I mean, I was expecting a Griselda member. That's probably why I brought. That. I was expecting Me a too, Griselda yeah. member to get nominated, but I mean, this year it was crazy with the nominations to see yeah. Freddie on there. Like I thought the, maybe Burton would be on there, but maybe it came out too late or something. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And like the only, I, talking about the Grammys, like I think the only thing, only projects that I don't think really fit there for me was Jay Electronica. Oh, why you didn't really mess with it? Uh, just because it was a Jay Z album, yeah. Okay, <laughs> all right. But it, yeah, that's probably why, though, because it's a Jay Z yeah. album. And I, you know, D Smoke. I mean, I mess. It was a solid project, but I forgot. Like I was like, what? Same. So like, I, was, I liked it when it came out. Yeah. And then I was like, when it came back, I'm like, what? Really? <laughs> really? You know what I'm saying? Like I, yeah. That that could have been replaced too. But yeah, Jay Electronica. I think that was kind of forgotten for me as well. I don't ever really go back to it. But I know some yeah. people who say it's like still like one of their yeah. favorites. Yeah. So I mean again, it's our opinions. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um no, but the Benny's album was dope. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, like I said, I, I wasn't ex- I don't know, with Hit Boy, like I know what to expect, but I wasn't expecting Benny to work with Hit Boy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I was expecting more of that traditional Griselda sound. <laughs> but it still worked. I, it still worked, though. Like I said, like I feel like Benny was trying to show, like I was saying, he could cross over. And yeah. this was the perfect way to do it. Because Hit Boy, he don't miss. He like doesn't. Especially this year, he did not miss. Even with uh, Nas. like I wasn't expecting <sighs> Nas and Hit Boy. Because even though Hit Boy, I know he could do that production kind of, like it's still a little different. Like I don't, He mm-hmm. worked with a lot of people I wasn't expecting him to work with this year. And it was dope yeah. to see him not miss. So, I mean... <laughs> I feel like, but I feel like you have to kind of change up though, because everything mostly from Griselda this year was gritty. So it's kind of yeah. like he still kept that grit, but he had he had to soften it a little bit. I think that's why I like the project so much though, because at first, like you, I was like, I don't know if I'm feeling this as much as the other projects because yeah. it, it didn't have that grit like Tana Talk or even um what's it what was what, what was that EP he dropped last oh, year? Oh man, I forgot because that was on my list. The plugs I met, the plugs I yeah. met. It didn't have that grit, the same amount of grit as that. But with this one, it was like, okay, I see what you're doing. Because even though he's not yeah. on Shady, if you could do that and like stay on your independent slash like you yeah. know Griselda grind and ha- just have that sound, you gonna make bread. Do Definitely. that, man. Shout I think like did he hit number one that week too? Like I think he, he actually, might have. He, might have. he like, might have. It was ridiculous. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The love he was getting, I was like blown away. I was like, dude, Griselda, man, they had a year. They had a year. Yeah. They had a year. Definitely. Um, moving up at number eight, I had Grand National twice on Sunday. Okay. okay, and one of the biggest reasons is because it exposed me to a bunch of other artists that are on the list as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but also really, it like after talking to everyone from it, like it really felt like it was a they're trying to build a community essentially. Like it's not a group; it's a collective. Mm-hmm. So it's just a bunch of people that have that are just dope really like dope rappers producers singers and they all come together just to put out dope music and everything i've heard from like regarding their recording sessions has been like yo if 
if you hear a beat you and you want to get on it, you better have something ready. Otherwise, you're just going to get skipped. <laughs> yeah. And they just bring out the best out of each other. And to me, it's just like, it's just a really fun album. You get a little bit of everything on it. Like, and it's, it's very rooted in Bay Area, too. Like, the first track, I think, is uh, Wings and Things, which is just a wing spot in Richmond. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like I, you can't get any more Bay Area than that. <laughs> man, I, again, something I think I, I saw you talking about. I see. Have you done a, uh, not a, uh, were you talking like you said you've been really close with these art like the artists and like the the uh the album like the making of the album right like you were talking to them about it and everything yeah and um i need to get more familiar with that man <laughs> i need to go out my way to check it out man because i think i saw you posting about it and like posting songs on your story and stuff and i was like i gotta check it out but i, I was so busy you know what i'm yeah. saying so no, this, that, that was it's been a lot this year for sure that's so. what i'm saying so like i said now that i'm on break i'm gonna go check that out more so i think i kind of like clicked through it and mm -hmm. i was kind of like i'm gonna check this out later but i had to listen to other stuff to review you know like some yeah. things get cut off and i'll be mad though because i'm like i really want to review this you know yeah and <sighs> Like shout out to Kevin, Kevin Allen, uh, formerly known as Irk the Jerk, but um, like <laughs> he, he's the mastermind behind all of it. He brought all these dudes together. It's just dope. <laughs> no, and when you have a group of people who like obviously are in that like bring that like you're saying bring the best out of each other, that playful energy. You know, you mm -hmm. all are in the studio together. It's not like you're just sending verses through email. Exactly. Even if you are, you know, you can have that vibe, but it's a different vibe when everyone's in the room together, just trying to make the best project, competing almost too. You mm -hmm. know, that competitive yet friendly energy. Like I want to yeah. kill everybody on this. You feel me? Exactly. Mm hmm. And that's what I really liked. Like, just um, shit. Just every track on this was dope. Um, but they had um had like a crew cut with damn near everyone on it and i was just like yo this is dope um but yeah no it, it was i just really like how it was it brought my attention to a bunch of bay area artists that i either forgot about or just haven't really been paying as much attention to as i should have mm -hmm. um especially the fact that like uh d blesso i had him on last week like mm -hmm. apparently like, he had taken a five-year break from hip-hop and he he had no intentions of coming back. Mm -hmm. Then Kevin's like, "Hey, come to the studio," <laughs> and now he's back. Now it's just uh, what I'm saying. They yeah. bring back that love for the rap game. Bring back that love of like, I want to do something now, like in the rap. Because like yeah. you said, sometimes when people take a break, it's hard for them to come back. Mm -hmm. And for him to play a part in this project and do it well, you feel me? Like it. That's. A <sighs> I'm, I'm about to sit with this more, man. I was saying, you got me like, dang, I should have really sat with that more. <laughs> You know what I'm nah, saying? Man, it's it's dope. Uh, shout out to DB and Mo Green. They're definitely honorable mentions just because their project just dropped. I can't. <laughs> Although I did sit with DB's album for about two weeks before it came out. <laughs> um, like I still can't be like, ah, uh, it's it's on there. Yeah. Sometimes with me, I like when the album comes out at a certain point of the year, like especially like the end end of the year, I damn near just want to put it on next year's if I don't have enough time to listen to it. It's like it's so hard. Like why, you dropped at the end of December or like two weeks before it just December. makes it hard. It makes it hard to fit it on the list because like there's projects I've been listening to all year. Yeah. But um yeah, no, Grand National, twice on Sundays. Their their season two is coming out. I don't know when, but Probably top of the year. I'm gonna be on that. I'm gonna be on that. Now. I'm about to be on that. Nah, I'm trying to get the. Sure. I'm gonna try to get the boys on it too, man. So we can really do a review on that. And that's I, what's crazy. Like they, they do have enough appeal. I feel like 
to everyone, like not just straight up hip hop heads. Like, yeah, they got a little bit of everything for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, who'd you have at number eight again? Oh, I have Boldy James, Mandrill mm. McNichols. Um, I actually went out my way to buy the project because just like you with uh, what project was that? Marcy. Not Marcy. Yeah. I didn't know if he was going to put how long it was going to take for him to put it on streaming. It was a long time. It was a long time. So I, I, plus I like to support artists usually anyway, depending on who you are. Like if you've been putting in work and I appreciate everything you drop, I'm going to buy it. Like I just bought a uh, Billy Woods and mother Moore, uh, mm-hmm. the brass project. I don't know. You, you fuck with Billy Woods. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I, I fuck with Billy Woods a lot. So I had to buy that as well. But with Manger on McNichols by Bodie, um, I felt like Bodie was four for four this year. And this was one of the, really like the better projects he dropped uh the jazz rap fusion on tracks like uh mommy dearest a eulogy where he was saying like basically like i know my mom likes the second son more like like it was like a lot of dark ass vibes on this it supposedly was recorded over like multiple years so you can kind of hear it in like his voice and what he's talking about that grit because that's why i feel like he's the perfect fit for griselda because he brings the grit and grind like grime like no other. You know, that Detroit. I think a lot of people from Detroit, like, it's something about, like, you know, I love Danny Brown. Oh, my God. He's not as wacky as Danny Brown, but as oh, far as, like, yeah. the way he flows, it's just, like, it brings, like, it literally makes me see what he's talking about sometimes. It's just very about. smooth. Smooth, smooth, but he's not talking about smooth shit, you know? <laughs> like, there's a lot of pain on this. Kind of like caught in that sense. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of pain on this, and I, I, I mess with it. I think it came out. Um, I forgot when it came out through the year, but I was I was in my head a lot. And I feel like the project um, really set the mood. Like I would just play it in my room. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like, especially after um, the price of tea in China mm-hmm. um, to see him drop this kind of like after. I believe this was the project that came next. Maybe it was the one with uh, Jay Versace. I think Versace tape came out. OK, so might, maybe might, the Versace that might have come out before. That might have came out a little bit before, but to see him drop this and it's dang near on the similar yeah. level to me man Bodie really went for for four this year and this was a top tier drop for yeah, me. i i still need to listen to the mcnichols honestly the it's, only reason like the only reason i was like hesitant at the beginning was because apparently the like the producer that he worked with for it had sterling, to put it out yeah sterling, sterling had to put it out because he wasn't like Boldy never paid him for it or whatever i didn't even hear about that like really? something like that so like I was like, ooh, <laughs> let me uh, wait on this a little bit before. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah, that's I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of this, I, I, that's crazy to hear, but something like that. Like I, I don't know for sure, but yeah, but it, I heard. It, it was it was worth the listen and then yeah. something like I I was blown away just because you know I hear you know jazz rap you know sometimes that's thrown around loosely like oh this is jazz rap as jazz influence you know and I fight with this one like it was literally like jazz, like some of this gets really jazzy like i'm like yo like i did not expect to hear Bodhi over like a jazz breakdown and he's going in like it's like gritty it's like bro what is this but it really when it hits it hits and i feel like there's no misses on this like mm. my favorite track that's why i brought it up is mommy dearest because i feel yeah. like it was it got really dark it got really painful uh mm-hmm. bb butcher was dope welcome to 76 Features that I was, yeah, I think that there's only like just two features on here, and I didn't, wasn't familiar with them, and they both killed it. So probably cats from Detroit. <laughs> mm-hmm. That I hadn't heard of because, like I said, this was recorded like over time, so yeah, it probably yeah. was when he was smaller working with certain artists. Most likely, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, only re- honestly, only reason uh, Boldy didn't get on my list is just I just didn't listen to him enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, like you know, Price of Tea in China was dope. Versace tape was okay. Um, the project that he just dropped, uh, Big Bad or was it was Big Bad Boldy, right? Big or, Bad Boldy. Yeah, I, lo- that was I pretty love dope. it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Just again, too new. <laughs> yeah, that that could have like so. I've been listening to that a lot, and that could have mm-hmm. already. I love that. Like so far with each project, he's kind of brought a different vibe. Yeah, and that's why I say like he's not like one of those artists that it seems like he's just gonna make the same thing. I mean, yeah, he might flow similarly, similarly because you know he has that laid back flow kind of. Yeah. But yeah, that slow flow. <laughs> yeah, but the beats, the beats, like the Versace tape doesn't sound like this. The Versace tape doesn't yeah. sound like the Price of Tea of China, and that's Definitely. why I love when an artist does. You don't make your music sound all the same. I mean, you can to a certain degree, but. I also just like that Boldy's still in the streets with it. Like, if you follow him on social media at all, he's just like in the cut. <laughs> like, yeah, like, I like, Boldy, some where of are li- you? Yeah, I joined <laughs> some of his lives. I'm like, what are you? Like, <laughs> he really What's in happening? the streets still. Like, he really bought, like, he's really, you know, he really seemed like he he's really can, he has a ear to the streets. Yeah. You can hear that on some of these songs as well, where he's just talking about how he had to do certain things to survive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of big bad boldy i know um one of the reasons or when i well that also came out with man on the moon three yeah and like i listened to big bad boldy immediately after i finished listening to man on the moon three i'm like this is way different way <laughs> I, was different. I, had to say, I don't know what i was expecting i was like what like different totally different vibes man because yeah. um you know, Man on the Moon 3 was way more like, uh, you know, I'm Kid Cudi. And I don't know, like, Bodie can do that laid back, but it's not like Kid Cudi at no, all. No. Kid Cudi, <laughs> especially with Man on the Moon 3. That was, I don't know if that would have been in my top 10. I don't know how much I really like it yet. I'm still sitting on it. But yeah, same. That was a really good album to me, too. It was, definitely. I just, I still need to sit on it in turn and see how it ranks later on. Because mm-hmm. I only really listened to it for the review and then, like, I throw on a couple songs, but... We'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, shoot. I, we had number seven. We both got the same thing. <laughs> clipping. I love clipping. Oh, my God. This is the body it. being burned. Uh, I really liked the idea of this album because mm-hmm. um, apparently it was recorded back with There Is This an Addiction to Blood. Mm-hmm. But this just goes in a completely different direction with it. Like... This whole album is just a horror movie reference. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and um, yeah, I feel like Clipping, you know, I've been a fan of Clipping um, since the mid-city, I believe. Mm-hmm. So I've been, I've been, you know, checking out whatever they drop. And uh, I feel like they're, they're, um, what is it? They're existed in Addiction to Blood, like you're saying. Like that was like them just trying, because they've always had like weird little moments of horrorcore, like a body yeah. and blood kind of, like they kind of showed they could do it. But for y'all to do a whole album and it mm-hmm. worked, I was like, okay. Then when they dropped, uh, what was the first single for this? I believe it, it was, it was uh, say, say the, the name. name. Yeah. yeah, Say the Name and then 96 Neve Campbell. That where I was like, oh, this is about to be crazy. This is about to be crazy. <laughs> like their sound, I believe, is perfect for horrorcore. Yeah. That unnerving, like, like David Diggs is chilly flow. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just a perfect mix. And Shout out like, Bay Area again. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. That's why I also love him, man. Like, he's doing something completely different. Like, he's from the Bay, but this don't sound like Not Bay Area music. Not at all. Not but at I, all. But I love it, though, because, like, I love it when we... 
I, I have someone who reps the Bay but does it in a different way. And I feel like he is definitely in that lane. And um man, she bad, make them dead, looking like me. Like it was like <laughs> even the title, like the titles of the track are kind of like what? Like Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. funny to me too, because um Yeah. Like just like when I was originally writing the reviews of this album, mm-hmm. that's when um when the PG&E Black House was happening. Yeah. So I was at work writing the review in the in the dark because <laughs> we had three hours without power. I'm like, all right, well, they didn't send me home yet. I might as yeah. well do this work. Do this, yeah. Hey, man. I just have like the the fire alarm light flashing. In the yeah, all like, right. That definitely probably set, the, for it. that probably set the tone for the review. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope, man. Man, oh, I, I, man. Clipping, clipping, yeah, man. They're on a roll, man. I, I, I like this one more than the last one, personally. Uh, yeah, no, I, I actually feel like as a whole album, like the flow wise, there it is, there existed an addiction to blood to me flowed better. Okay, and it was more of a hip hop album. Yeah, like this is definitely more of traditional clipping. Yeah, like and, this uh, is like what you would expect it, when from, you hear clipping. Like clipping. yes, industrial sounds. <laughs> just i need it <laughs> yeah no because uh uh we did a review for it on my pod and mm-hmm. uh i tried you know the last one they they i think they liked the last one more because it's like you had a more it's much more accessible accessible <laughs> sound this one when they went all the way but i love it when they do that because yeah. i love I they love did it well me. though <laughs> they did it amazing spectacularly like it could be higher on my list but the other projects i just like listen to so much yeah. more but this one, especially because it came out around Halloween, or it yeah. wasn't on, it was around Halloween. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, it was so good. Yeah. yeah. Like, I also, I don't know if you've really paid attention to the album art, but that's Teeth. Teeth, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Teeth. The, the other one, the other one was uh, like pins. Yeah. They? Yeah. Like, it looked like I, nails or pins. Nails or something. Like, I, like, I, when I first saw this album, I'm like, wait. I was like, am I looking at like this? Like, why is this like different cover? I was like, am I listening to the right? I'm like, oh, wait, yeah. that's like a reference to the other one. And this time it's teeth. Like you're yep, saying, that's yep. dope. That's- like, it's like, I, I just love this album. And yeah. having Say the Name coming out as the single and having it come out, especially this year, like where mm-hmm. we've had so much bullshit happening with people just getting killed for no good reason. Yes. Like. I know that wasn't a reference to it because this was recorded last year, but like it's yeah. just very fitting. Yeah. Like to have that as a lead single, especially because clipping is very pro black and like basically like do good shit, don't be an asshole sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. David Diggs definitely, uh, you know, even in the movie, uh, did, you, did you see the movie Blind Spotting? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Of course. That's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. David uh, Diggs definitely is about it, what he talks about as far as like yeah. the positivity pro black thing. So, I think he's he's really educated in it, and I feel like with this project, like you said, even though it wasn't a total reference, I feel like clipping when like when David Diggs raps about stuff, it doesn't matter when he records it; it's gonna be relevant because things don't really change that much. I feel like that was the perfect, like you said, the perfect single to set the mm-hmm. tone. Because once he drops like say the name, I'm like, oh, okay, I know what this is going. This is yep. gonna be the clipping I love. And then, like I said, '96 Neve Campbell, because the. The last one had a uh, Benny, like it, like you said, it had uh, oh a bunch of like more hip hop. But this one, man, I feel like it was the perfect tone for a horrorcore. Like they went totally like they were like, all right, last time we're trying to see how it is. This one, it was like, bang, we're going yep. full fledged horrorcore. Like, nah, we ain't cutting no strings. 
not leaving nothing unturned. So. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is the uh, the other dudes on it, um, William Hudson and Jonathan Snipes, like they're mm-hmm. produce like producers for like movie, <laughs> like they they, they mm-hmm. their music's in movies stuff. Movies. <laughs> like yeah. so, like when I was listening to their existing addiction to blood, like. That was just straight up cinematic. Like, yeah. And um, I had one of my friends listen to it too. Like, when he was, he had to fly out somewhere. And mm. he's like, this is the only thing I listened to the entire time. And the entire flight, I'm just like, yeah, no, this is, <laughs> this is a journey. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I don't want to talk about last year's album too much, but the, um, there was that track where they had, um, that, sh- that, uh, drive by. And like, mm-hmm. apparently on, like, David talked about it on Twitter. And he's like, yeah, no, we actually did that to get the recording. Like that is legitimately what happened. Like <laughs> they yeah. drove through and shot off like to yeah. get the recording. No, yeah, they that's what I'm saying. Like they really Just, bring a passion. Exactly. Like you could feel you could feel that they're into what mm-hmm. they're doing. Like it's mm-hmm. art, you know. A lot of people, you know, music is art, but I feel like with clipping, they go the extra mile. Definitely they record something. You know, they're one of yeah, those yep. artsy groups, you know. And then there was um before I before we move on to the next albums, um, mm-hmm. With their existed, no, sorry. Um, what's this album again? <laughs> uh, Visions of Body being Body burned, sorry. Um, like there was one track where I'm gonna call out this guy on my comments again because he's being stupid. But um, there was one track I forgot the name of it now, but um, it was a very obvious reference to someone getting lynched, yeah, and then coming back to life and haunting all the yeah. white people, yeah, yeah. And this dude was like, Well, I don't know where it says that this dude was lynched and he's haunting. And then it's like someone else commented, like it was a long ass post. And then they're like, well, I still don't see it. I'm like, well, it's also in this line by <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, come on now. You weren't like, paying I, attention. Like, no, here, it's yeah. right here. Yeah. I mean, obviously we won't know for sure until David says it himself, but no, this, this it, is more than it's likely. Quite, it's quite clear. And that's in the, it, it sounds like something like, I don't understand why some people like, they always got to argue with quite clear what they're going for. I feel like sometimes they don't want to face. I don't know. It's like, why would you even so like, if everyone thinks it's about someone, someone getting lynched, why are you trying to be the person that's like, I don't think it's about that. Like quite clearly you could point to a reference or a line where it's like, mm-hmm. you can see what he's trying to do. Even say the name. It's about Candyman, like yeah. racism. Like that's, that's in their lane. That's in yeah. their lane. <laughs> Like, I mean, Candyman is very is perfect for them because yeah. the whole story is just like uh, racial fuck ups. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. don't do that shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, but like, yeah, no. The, the I'm trying to see what I said exactly, but I see. Yeah, I'm like, other than what I brought up, I also got it from. They call it passing, but that uh, they call it passing. That's not it. They lying because since oftentimes when black people get lynched people on the news and people who report on it say oh suicide yeah like nah you know damn well that that was not the case yeah no one's gonna what what sane black man is gonna go out and hang themselves on a noose in public yeah like come on man like i don't know man i'd be getting tired of it man so i love it when clipping tries to that's what i'm saying they always try to also tackle topics like that yes yes talk and talk about what's going on for real even over these weird ass beats i love it (laughs) yep and just like all the references to horror movies and just horror themes like um like you said Candyman. um i'm pretty sure there's like references to the blair witch project Mm -hmm. um he had like ghost recordings on it too (laughs) like yeah so like it was it was just a wild album i mm-hmm. i 
thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> Perfect for spooky season two. That's what I'm Definitely. saying. Oh <laughs> uh, man. Moving up on the list. I had Benny at six, so we already talked about that, but who'd you have? Uh Conway the Machine from King Two. Hey God. Mm. Um I liked it more than Benny's project just for the fact that um just like you were saying earlier with Benny, it was dope, but it didn't have as much grit. And I feel like this one, it was like that because this isn't really like the most accessible. But I feel like for Conway, this should have been the album where if he was going to be accessible, it would have been this because he had features like Dej Loaf, Method Man. I mean, you know, those Method Man is an old guy, you know, old school legend, you know. But yep. at the same time, you know, I feel like he was getting love from people from that time, you know, yeah. who they embody nowadays that grit coast mm-hmm. lyrical shit you know what i'm saying and i feel like conway he didn't miss on it like i feel like there was really no misses on this i think that the the, the questionable thing was uh dej loaf you know on the on the hook mm-hmm. i think on fear of god but even then i liked her on it yeah. so it was what it was um anza with armani caesar shout out to armani caesar you know I, we always try to shout out uh the hip hop babies always tried to show love with that, and I feel like she did a good job. I feel like even on that track, like that was kind of more of an upbeat beat for Conway yeah. the Machine, and he killed it. Killed it. That's what I'm saying. I think Conway basically showed he can murder anything. You give him a beat, he's gonna kill it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Spurs three. I love it when they do the Griselda. Let's all Who get cuts? together. Kill. Kill. It's cheating. It's cheating. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and um, what's it called? I like uh. Whoever dropped a tears, I feel like that was oh a good story, a good, yeah. a good tale. Like I feel like he brought storytelling, dope lyricism. Um, it was cohesive. Like for me, when I would listen to it, like there wasn't really something that was like totally threw me off. You know? Right. Yeah, no, this honestly, like earlier, like maybe last month, this mm-hmm. was like I was going between this Alfredo and Sarok's album for number one. Mm-hmm. Um and I think the only reason that it fell off for me is just because I don't listen to it as much now. Mm-hmm. Um, like right now, I have it at number four, so still pretty high up. But um, to me, it's it really showed his versatility. Like you were saying, like he doesn't have to just rhyme on these like gritty, like low key beats. Yeah, like, he can rap on anything. Um, plus, on it, like a verse of the year, also like another verse of the year contender, Method Man on Lemon, like. Killed it. <sighs> like he just he carried that CNN and Interscope bar for the entire verse. <laughs> it was just insane to me. Met- Method Man is crazy. I feel like Method Man, like he, if anybody from Wu Tang, because you know Ghostface Killer, uh, Raekwon, all of them, you know, sometimes they'll show up on someone's album. I fight Method Man because of his like personality. You know, he's even in movies. You know, every yeah. once in a while on TV shows, like. He has that swag, that charisma, and he could really hold, like you said, he had references to that and held it throughout the whole verse. Whole thing. And it didn't get boring. It didn't get, it was like, wow, you're really about to do this. Like, Lemon was crazy. That was a dope single. That was yeah. like, okay, that's when I knew I'm like, Conway coming hard with this. Because <laughs> Lulu, Lulu was a little EP, right? That was yeah. er, that was earlier this year. Yeah, with the Alchemist. That, that another honorable mention, that shit was dope too. That was solid. That's what I'm saying. Like, this year has been flying by. So, I'm still it's mad crazy. that I couldn't get that bomber jacket. <laughs> I couldn't even. I'll be trying to get some of these merch droppings and stuff. I'm like, bro, it's gone on like already. Or like right when I was yeah. able to buy it, I'm like, dang. But uh, yeah, man. Conway, this album was dope. Conway, yeah. Dope. And uh, speaking of Method Man, like, I feel like as far as Wu features, he's probably the most consistent 
Yeah. Like I don't I haven't found a bad feature from him. Um also shout out to Method Man for hopping on the comments and breaking down his own verse in my breakdown. <laughs> oh I did not. Hey, shout out to him for doing that. That's dope. <laughs> that shit was wild. Like, cause I what's crazy is so there was a back and mm-hmm. forth between him and this other dude that was commenting. Yeah. And I think I was like, I was playing Warzone or something. And I was yeah. like, like I checked my phone, I'm like, why do I have like eight different comments on this post? Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he was using his real name on his uh YouTube page too. So I was like, it's like, no, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cause it ended like the last comment he made was like, um, the person who was talking to him was like, Hey, hey Calvin, how you, or Mr. Harris, how you know this? Yeah. He's like, well, because I wrote it. Wrote it. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's method, man. Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> you did write this. <laughs> so, hey, that's always dope, though, to see that these big-time artists or, like, legends be checking looking out the comments. They looking yeah. out because they want to know what people are saying about their work. And they will also mm-hmm. want to correct people when they spin some stuff <laughs> yeah. that don't make any sense. Yep. Um, weren't, weren't one of your uh, videos also included in, like, a Rap Genius breakdown of It Lupe? was. It was. On the house EP, right? That was uh, awesome. it, was for, it was for the track Shoes. <laughs> Shoes, yeah. So, yeah, you be definitely getting loved by, like, you be getting not That was uh, crazy to me. And that's dope, man, because you be putting a lot of work into the breakdowns and, like, what you, like, you get really deep into Thank it. Thank you. So. I try. It's all, mm-hmm. it's all that, um, that, that private school teaching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trust me, I know. Hey, like, it's funny because I hit up one of my friends from school. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, I hope all the English teachers are proud of me because <laughs> I'm putting in work. <laughs> I'm putting in the work. I feel it. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, no, honestly, you're probably the only person that's actually using all that stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're like, I was into that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I love, I yeah. love, like, analyzing, like, like, especially like poetry and hip-hop like it's mm-hmm. hella, like it comes easy to me yeah thankfully <laughs> but um no that shout out to my english teachers <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, no this album was dope i i loved it um but moving on number five i had Ooh. kevin allen heroes eventually die and this album was dope it was, I guess it was an EP technically because it was mm-hmm. like 20 minutes long, but um, it's dope. Um, there's actually like Kevin was actually like the second person I interviewed too, so that was awesome to have. Um, but this album, it was dope because one, it was short, it was hella easy to digest. Mm-hmm. Um, and it started off with an Anita Baker sample, so that's right off the bat that's just cheating mm-hmm. <laughs> like well also because no one no one does that like, no um when i was talking to um the boys from east shore highway like they're like uh-huh. no one's done that like that's one of like anita baker's one of those people that you just don't sample mm-hmm. and they're like nah fuck it we're breaking the rules now <laughs> yeah might as well <laughs> um but they start off with auntie anita that was a dope intro Mm-hmm. Um, and then goes right into Jesus Sandals, which has one of my favorite bars, like at the very end, only because of the story with it. Um, the bar goes, uh, some like they put two, for, like they put two for 10, but no love for 12, though. And that's only hilarious to me because I was driving my sister and mm-hmm. that bar came up and she's like, but why? And keep in mind, she's 11, so mm-hmm. <laughs> she doesn't really know. Yeah. So it was just really funny to me. I'm like, yeah, I'm not explaining this to you right now. <laughs> yeah, you're too, you're, too, you're too young. You'll get in a little bit. You know what I'm saying? 
But um, now that album was dope. Like he, um, there was another track on, or not another, yeah, another track on it that um, Free Diamonds. Like the whole track is him just spitting mm-hmm. gems. <laughs> okay. Um, what was it? Last year and the year after, I had one of my other favorite bars. Like uh, my cup runneth over, but that's just Hennessy. <laughs> like basically reminding you like yo he is from the bay he is irk the jerk like yeah <laughs> don't forget about him don't forget he bought that life um he brought in the seed um the seed was like this whole collective of mm-hmm. like singles and like short projects that uh dj basta roots and branches is doing okay so like i think they're at seed 19 and i think seed 20 is coming out next week with jane okay. hancock basically like it's just usually like a five minute track but um bunch of beat switches okay and for him he didn't do as much but like with uh i think well db did it like he just split up the seed into a bunch of tracks um but that's kind of what they end up doing with it yeah, just because they want to hear have people hear it other than like rather than just buying off Bandcamp. yeah um i also just really like the end track uh cp time just <laughs> Like, <laughs> I, I think the right? course was like, um, I'm on time even when I'm late. Yeah. Like, whenever I'm here, whenever I'm on I'm time. Here, I'm here. <laughs> I can relate to that. <laughs> I, I just loved it. Like, yeah. I, 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 I didn't, I didn't get to check this one out. It's, it's a dope one. And I especially am. coming I'm off of, um, like when I realized like he, you, he really realized he was Eric the jerk. I was yeah. like, this is so different. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it was just a wild change from what he used to do back used in the day. To, do to, to this, so I'm gonna definitely check it out. I'm gonna put in that time during break. Yeah. Definitely gotta catch up on some of these projects you talk about because uh, they they dope and they're they're just dope people too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's crazy because like they're not like superstars, so they still have like their day jobs too. Yeah, <laughs> that, that to me is just awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but who who'd you have at your uh, number five? Oh, I had uh, Boldy James and The Alchemist, The Price mm. of Tea in China. Uh, this was my favorite project Like when it first dropped for a minute of the mm-hmm. year. Um, I love the production. Like I said, Alchemist, I believe on my Apple Replay, he's my most listened to artist. Because, Damn. yeah, well, I listen to... He's been on everything. Everything. <laughs> and the production is top tier, you know. And um, yeah. Boldy, this was like... I had heard of Boldy before, heard him on features, but this was my basically my introduction to a project of him like this, as far as like I really loved it. Um, giant slide, surf and turf with Vince. Oh my God. man, it made me like, where's Vince at? Because Vince killed that. That brought back that summertime 06 vibe for me. Right. Like, ooh, scrape the bowl, snort Freddie. Oh my Gibbs. god, I love like, scrape the bowl. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like um for Boldy James to start off the year with this, it was perfect. It was basically letting me know, like, this is what I expect from Boldy. And he really didn't really disappoint this year. The weakest project was the Versace tape. And even then, I liked it. It just was, like, weird. So yeah. <laughs> um, he dropped the deluxe. And I actually checked out the deluxe to this because it was only, like, four tracks, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the four tracks did add a little bit. But really, when it comes to the album, impeccable. <laughs> immaculate i loved it man it could be higher on my list but uh i i i i gotta sit it at five because it just i haven't really been going back to it as much but i know when it dropped 
Like in my Apple replay, I think it's like my third most played album. So I was playing <laughs> it so much. I loved it. No, it was definitely a dope album. Like I just I just didn't listen to it as much. <laughs> like I know when yeah, it came I'm, out, like I was talking about it. I was talking about it a lot. Um because I was all, like my manager's a hip hop head too. So like mm-hmm. uh like I was bringing it up and I'm like, hey, you heard Bully James? They're like, nah. <laughs> And I guess that was the end of the conversation, but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, the album was dope. Like I was trying to like, I try to put people on to like dope projects that might not be heard or yeah. like, just kind of fly under the radar. Same. So it's, I was trying to tell people about it. <laughs> but I, yeah, uh, some people I showed it to, they liked it. Um, I feel like it, it's smooth. It, it Some of it bumps as well. Um, I really like run-ins, you know, I feel like that sample was smooth and how he just was talking about how like you know he's been running he's been having to leave the engine running because you know he's hitting a lick or doing something mm-hmm, you know like mm-hmm. he he puts <laughs> again that smooth gritty flow paints the pictures like um giant slide uh slow roll like there were some beats on here i'm like how is he gonna kill this with his flow and he just was like going in like i was like yo chill <laughs> Like Alchemist, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Alchemist, he deserves that. If if um, Freddie oh Gibbs wins, he deserves that Grammy because he put in the work. I think he he, put, isn't he just nominated for uh, producer Alfredo. of the year too? Alf- huh? Isn't he nominated for producer of the year too? Really? Uh, for the Grammys? Like, yeah, alongside like Hit Boy and them. I, I don't. I don't. I know. thought Maybe so. I could be wrong. He, probably, he should be if he like if, if he is. I'm not surprised because yeah, man, this has yo, been his year. <laughs> yeah, it has been. Um. Pinto, yeah. There's, I loved every track. I loved every track. Uh, I haven't been going back to it as much recently as I said, just because so much stuff has dropped, and I've been trying to stay focused on the newer music. Mm-hmm. But I had to put it in the top five because I did not. There was there was a period where every day I was slapping this. Every oh day. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back at the track list, Gray October was my shit too. I love yeah, evidence. evidence. With evidence. Was, oh my god. I need I need a new evidence tape too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the last one was uh the the. The gray, uh, the black and white cover, right? Or am I tripping? It was black and white. Um, whether or not. Whether or not, yeah, yeah. I tried to put people on that. Yeah, I tried to put people on that, and they was kind of sleeping on it. Even uh, the bros on my podcast, like they were like evidence. Like he was kind of off on that. I'm like, nah, that's evidence. Like he killed that. Like yeah, he killed uh, Gray October. That's what I'm saying. Like even the features, all the features brought the energy. Like there was yeah, like. I definitely I need to go back and listen to this some more because, <laughs> like I said, I didn't listen to it enough. It's yeah, it's dope though for sure. Mm-hmm. And like I know, hella people were like, pretty much from the beginning of the year till now, people have just been like, "Yo, oh, no, Prezi in China, album of the year." <laughs> it was. It could be. It could have been my album of the year. It's yeah. just other stuff came out that, especially like like I said, with this year, it's been all over the place. So mm-hmm. it's like certain albums started to hit more because of my mood or like what's been yeah. going on. So it's like, mm-hmm. But I yeah. used to I, I on the ride to work, I, I used to slap this a lot. Like on the because I ride the Bart sometimes too. Mm-hmm. I used to ride the Bart a lot. So it's like this was like the perfect. Just like I used to be in my head with my yep. big headphones, space listening out. This on the Bart, <laughs> and it's just like, oof. <laughs> man now this yeah it was dope mm-hmm. alchemist for show needs even more attention <laughs> yeah yeah because uh even the yacht rock uh little things he drops yeah. Yeah. those are solid 
you know, it's weird because it's Yacht Rock, you know, or whatever. <laughs> Is that what it's called? I believe it's Yacht Rock. I, I believe yacht so, rock. yeah. That sounds about right. It's cool, but, like, I feel like when he works with someone, like, on an album, on a project, he makes really cohesive, like, the beats yeah. all, like, it's not like they're the same, but it just flows so well. Even, like, the interludes and stuff, mm-hmm. it's like, wow. It's just that consistency. Like, you can't mm-hmm. get it, like, you can't get it very easily unless mm-hmm. you have a mix of people. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the only person that's been able to really do that well this year was West Side Gun. Because mm-hmm. with uh, Pray for Paris, there hella producers on it, but it, it all carried the same sound. Yeah. Like, he did that well. Yeah. Another honorable mention. <laughs> yeah. I was surprised I didn't have that on here, but it was, it came out so early and I haven't been listening mm-hmm. to it that much. And like, West Side dropped what, like two other projects? Three? At least Fly two. Got, he blew, yeah. Fly got two. They're, who Made the Sunshine? May have yeah. dropped another one, but yeah, pray for the words are mess. Eight's gonna drop oh, so much, man. He said so, it's dropping this year, so he's got two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> he could, he could do it too. I'm not, he will. <laughs> he will do it. He's not gonna miss. He's gonna do it. He's gonna drop when he says he's gonna drop. Like, no lie. Yeah, oh man. Um, where are we at? Number four now. Mm-hmm. So I had Conway, we already talked about that one. Um, but who you got? Oh, I had a uh, Quayle Chris, uh, Innocent Country oh, too. Yeah. Um, uh, this one, um, I really vibe with this one personally because uh, around the time it dropped, my grandfather passed away. Mm. So it was the perfect mood for. I mean, I liked it already, but during that time, I was stuck in the house and I was just listening to it. You know, doing things around the house, uh, living happy. Like it's just like little tracks and Qua- uh, Chris Keys. Um, I should shout him out. He's from the Bay, producer. Produced this whole thing. Um, Sacred Safe. Man, the way they started out with Born Born of a Sufferer. uh, (laughs) Might Die a Sufferer Lifetime. Like, he just... It was a perfect uh, mood for me at the time. It still is because, you know, we're in a pandemic and I'd be in the house. I'd be just trying to be happy, trying to do things, you know, spicing things up. I feel like um, songs like Mirage with Earl Sweatshirt. It was like mm. eight minutes of people just rapping about like life and like just trying to figure Everything. things out. It's a Mirage. <laughs> yeah, and I love it. Sudden death. The playfulness of sudden death. But it's talk about like, yeah, you about to die suddenly. Like, Quayle Chris is goofy and I like it. Uh, Black Twitter. Uh, I really liked Horizon. Black Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that was dope. Uh, Horizon where he was just like uh, repeat. Like he's just saying like, you know, we try to change things, you know, things try to change, but at the end of the day, things are just repeating, whether mm-hmm. it's racism, whether it's like, it's a cycle. Just your di- yeah. It's a cycle. Whether it's your job, you know, you are just repeating the same thing every day. And I feel like quite like Chris, he makes good points when he talks about things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, when I listen to this album too, like I, I only listened to it a couple of times and I mm-hmm. have no idea why, honestly, but um, when I listened to it, I was like, yo, this album is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Like production and what he's saying, it's like it just—it's great. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great. Like he, 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 Quayle Chris. Uh, I really like Guns last year, and mm-hmm. see, that's the thing. I feel like Quayle Chris. He's been cheating at least with my life personally because he <laughs> dropped Guns when my uncle got—he got murdered by a gun. Mm-hmm. So it was talk about gun violence. Shit, so I yeah. really related to that project as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like with his projects, he drops. You know how we're saying like clipping, they're relevant. This was really relevant to me. Just like even the cover is like, it's weird. It's artsy. Yeah. It's kind of mellow. Um, 
it was definitely a mood and i think that it deserves all the love it gets um it should get more love though because i feel like as a project like you're saying it's beautiful the beats the lyrics he's on topic he has songs where he's talking about um you know breakups i think that's make it better make it better or either graphic bleed outs i forgot mm -hmm. but either way he has tracks where he's talking about like a whole bunch of topics he makes him kind of playful, kind of quirky, yep. but he's really going in. Like he's a really good rapper. Yeah, I believe I believe he's from. Um, is he from Detroit? I think so. He's from Detroit. So again, something about these Detroit guys, man. <laughs> they can set a mood, and it just it just works really well for me. So yeah, I loved it. I know, like this album was dope as hell. Um, mm -hmm. I know, like you're saying with guns, like I just love how it sounds like it's just going to be about like violence and like just straight up like him with guns, but mm -hmm. it's very like anti-gun and like yeah. trying to keep the peace. Mm -hmm. So it's like he does that well. And like, even with um everything's okay or everything's fine. Yeah. Like it's, it's just funny. Like he has a way of like putting a comedic twist into something really serious and yeah. just making it very accessible for everyone too. Yeah, yeah, because innocent country, you know, you thinking, oh, like we're gonna talk about how even like I said, sudden death, you know, mm -hmm. you thinking, oh, like it's about to be a moody ass track, but really the beat it's, it's like the opposite. I feel like he does it on purpose sometimes. Yeah, you know? like he, you know, it's it's, it's a joke, and I like I like rappers who could be playful. I like rappers who be playful yet serious. So yeah, try Dope to show project. people another way. <laughs> mm hmm. Dope project. Um, what we at now? Three. Mm -hmm. I had Alfredo. <laughs> Alfredo, <sighs> I knew like right off the bat. I'm like, Oof. yeah, this is gonna be on my list for sure. Yeah, yeah. And the the way it, well, not even the way it rolled out, but like how it started off mm -hmm. with 1985. Like he he says something like, "I'm gonna switch the flow to the god level now," mm -hmm. and like this is not a beat that you would hear Freddie flowing on like this, and you just he just does it <laughs> like it's nothing and like he he carries on that whole feel throughout the whole project too yeah like and he alchemist manages to make everything fit really well too because like uh scotty beam with uh, rick ross like yeah. that's a very luxurious sounding track which fits ross rick perfectly ross. perfectly like that and um I forgot what track it's on now, but like, um, he says some dope shit. Like, my execution may be televised. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, that was, that's obviously a reference to, um, fuck, I don't remember the name now, but it's a reference to a very known saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, he's actually saying some shit, and then like something to rap about. Like, that's just so smooth with Tyler. Like, and then he's like. You can tell Freddie's getting older <laughs> yeah. when you when you get to Babies and Fools. Yeah, he's talking about track. his kids. And I love like, that track. I love and that I track. really like it too because like because Conway's doing the same thing. Yeah, like they're both talking about how like they got like yo we're we're getting older. We probably should stay away from the street shit so we can actually provide for our kids and kids like, like, and dealing with, with baby mama drama and stuff exactly. like that. Like that's that's grown man rap right there. Exactly. But I loved it because it was it was still I, I feel like. Freddie, you know, he on Twitter, on social media, he's general, so he be trolling. He's funny. Even on his raps, he sometimes has funny lines. 
But when it comes to this bars, man, when it comes to this gritty, again, gritty, talk about slanging, talking about all that, mm-hmm. he's top tier. Yep. He's top. It, it, I, 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 like, it's crazy to see how, because he's been doing it for years, you know, even when he was on, he was, you know, with Jeezy and stuff. And now he had that, he, you know, that big falling out, you know, there's been tracks, little shots. <laughs> and it's crazy to see how he's evolved from that and found his own lane now that yeah. he's, you know, smaller technically, but yeah. it's like he's bigger than damn near. Like I don't know, it's weird because he's smaller because he should have been bigger when he was with Jeezy, but you now so. he's 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 blown up and like become like an underground. Like if you want a feature, and you're like a top tier underground artist, you're getting Freddie. Yeah, you're getting Freddie on the album. Yeah, it's like they like, talking about uh, Jeezy. Like I think the only reason like they had the falling out, like from my uh, perspective, is just that he didn't promote ESGN at all. No, he didn't. So it's like, and that's unfortunate because like, i've been listening to freddie since um was it midwest cadillac music or some mm-hmm. shit yeah. and so it's like i've been following him around since 2009 yeah. <laughs> and seeing his growth in terms of like popularity is just insane yeah. to me yeah and yeah, it's cause... so funny to me too because like i have i have a coworker who's just like like two years ago he was like well, i don't even know why you like freddie gibbs so much and now he's like yo that tape with alchemist though it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, because you've been following Freddie Gibbs. He's been putting in the work. He's been hustling. And he's always been really like a solid rapper. Mm-hmm. It just, I think now, like you said, he's stepping up. He's switching to the God flow whenever he wants. Like, I feel like before, you know, he was trying to make hits kind of. Now it's like he knows what he is and he's just mm-hmm. going to rap, 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 rap. And it's going to be fire because he, I could see some of this also being like, like you said, the track with Rick Ross. Like that could get some play on the radio, maybe. I don't For know, sure. you know, the radio nowadays is so different, but yeah. <laughs> I could see it getting some play. Like people could mess with it. Uh the track with Tyler, that was crazy. That I love that. That's and Tyler, I don't know what it is about Tyler. I need a rap <laughs> album from Tyler. I want you to oh just my rap. God. Yes. Because he killed a uh, 327. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> look at me, like that loop. Um, at first, you know, uh, that was like my oh yeah, probably like yep. my least favorite track, but that's that still such a fire good track. Intro. Yeah, <laughs> look at me, like Frank Lucas, like Skinny Shook. That was dope. That was a good, um, like ending album, like ending the album sort of track too. Yeah, like I feel like it was perfect. Like I don't know, man. Alchemist is cheating. I don't know. He needs to <laughs> share what he's making, how he's making this gold, <laughs> man. Because this is crazy. These beats are gold, like perfect. Seriously. Mm-hmm. And, man and like i think when um it might have been when bandana came out or when fetty came out i was like yo freddie gibbs is versatile as fuck he can rap on any beat yeah and clearly yeah. <laughs> like all his features all like this whole album like it's different like it's still a little bit different from what he would normally do yeah and, but Again, there's no normal for Freddie Gibbs anymore. It's just no, like he'll do whatever the hell he he'll wants. Do whatever you because after he did a like half man, half cocaine on Bandana, oh my God. like where the beat was like that was a perfect Madlib beat that you don't really see Freddie over. And then and Madlib did a trap beat. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. For like, and that worked perfectly for Freddie as well. So it's just like Freddie, I feel like he's one of those uh MCs right now where you give him a beat, he'll eat he'll it up. Ride it. He'll ride it, eat it up. Like he it. I love that he's getting the love he deserves, and I hope he. I don't know, you know. I love Nas. I know Nas is probably going to end up winning because it's Nas, and I believe the Grammys haven't given given him a Grammy yet, even though he's. Legendary. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I think they're going to give it to Nas, but if they give it to Freddie, 
I won't be mad. Yeah, I won't be mad because I, <laughs> I I think he dang near out of all the nominations, he deserves it. Um, but I mean, yeah, man. Um, I love this album. I even got the merch, the Alfredo merch. Mm-hmm. I, I I was gonna wear it, but but I didn't. I know, like I got the tape. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> um, I got the uh, my execution maybe televised shirt. I got the mm-hmm. hat in here somewhere. Oh, that's dope. It's just. <laughs> That's dope about you be having the tapes though. They, that's dope. That's what I'm going into now. Vinyl's too expensive. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to get a vinyl collection. But like you said, they are expensive. Yeah, at least tapes. They're usually like un, like fifteen dollars at most. Mm-hmm. Like fuck it, <laughs> easy. Yeah. Still be able to support, and it's easier to like store. <laughs> yeah, I might have to get on that hype. You putting me on, no cap. <laughs> Uh, the only other one I got here to run the jewels, but <laughs> hey, for RTJ four, right? Yep, yep. Uh, hey, <laughs> nah, man. But Freddie gives a dope. Um, who'd you have at number three? Uh, I had Armin Hammer Shrines. Mm. Um, I'm a big Billy Woods fan. Yeah. Um, so when I heard, because I checked out the other Armin Hammer album, Paraffin. I don't mm-hmm. even know if I'm saying it wrong. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah, Paraffin. I don't, you know. Sometimes with these album title names, I'd be like, I'm just saying it how I say it. But uh, that was solid. I feel like with this one, um, they toned down the noisiness. And I feel like because of that, um, it was like a smooth ride. I like Paraffin, but I feel like this one, like, it's like even the cover, you know, the tiger. It's, 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 it's just, it was perfect because it dropped during the protest as well. And I feel like yeah. it's perfect protest, like, fuck the uh society but the uh like capitalism like billy brings that that energy in the bars like mm-hmm. i don't know like the way he flows is so weird especially elusive too because elusive is the you know the the other person in the group yeah. but you know for me i really love billy i love what he brings to the table um my favorite track was pummel horse and when he says like uh snatch negroes off porches like stuff like that like the way he like just says these like the words, like he puts a lot of emphasis on certain words. He's got and that I voice. Love, yeah, <laughs> I love the way he delivers. Um, Ramsey's uh, with Earl Sweatshirt, like he had good features on here. He had Quayle Chris on here too. Uh, I I just think the whole the, the whole vibe of the album, the somber, but not that because like I said, the last one was way more noisy. So I feel like this one was more accessible. Like when I tried to tell people to check it out. A lot of people still don't like it because, you know, it's Billy Woods and, you know, he's all like, like the flow. But uh, it was way more just like you could just play it and just see what he's saying. I feel like when he dropped it, he was relevant to what was going on. Um, I think it dropped around the same time as Run the Jewels 4. So I was slapping the heck out of both of these albums for like the forget everything this is the mood we're in like we're destroying the society like <laughs> <laughs> yo i feel like with me like i always want to get into billy woods but like for some reason like his voice throws me off mm. <laughs> like because his voice is like hella deep and like raspy yeah. right yeah so it's like i have to i have to be ready for it <laughs> so i end up like not listening to him very often yeah uh, but no, he's he's hard, like for sure. He's he's definitely an acquired taste because I, I I hear that from other people as well, and it's like, especially like his flow. You know, some people have mm-hmm. even told me like his flow is toxic because like he just like it's like he sometimes he's on beat and then other times it just sounds like he's just like 
just saying things. over the beat or just like you know just aggressively like in your face over the beat um but i feel like the production on this was top-notch too uh even from the first track um bitter casova i think that's mm -hmm. how you say it uh it just let me know like um pink saifu seafood i don't even know how to say seafood, it like yeah. seafood okay sorry but pink seafood like he killed it i feel like that was the perfect way to start the album lord help me i feel like there is a this is what i get for helping you niggas like that's the part like if you billy was in a box he says stuff like like that that's like what like where are you like how do you come up with this stuff is this dark weird but it's funny yeah. like a lot of times he has dark humor he said that uh did you look, check out terror management from last year mm, i'm i may have listened to it once but same thing with all Billy yeah, like projects said, like um Western education is forbidden. That was my favorite track. And he mm. said on Twitter, and I think it's the perfect way to sum up like his vibe. He says, I play that song around people and they never laugh, but I'm joking the whole time. He said something <laughs> along those lines. Like it's a it's a funny track. And I went back and listened to it. I'm like, yeah, this stuff is funny. Basically, like <laughs> I tell my kids Western education is for forbidden. Don't forget to like just sell what's left of your Ritalin. Like oh the God. way he like, yeah, like he's basically like, it's dark. Cause it's like basically saying like college, oh all that stuff is like, forget about it. You're not, I don't want you to do that because it's like set up for you to, you know, not really do anything. But at the end of the day, it's supposed to be funny, even though it's dark. I feel like with this album, he has certain lines like that, where it's like, it's dark as hell, but it's so dark that it's almost funny. It's cartoony. It's like, mm -hmm. how are you going that far deep into the darkness? And a lucid, he just is flowing all over the place. Yep. Um, he his flow is wacky. It's almost like he just be like doing slam poetry in front of the mic. <laughs> and they have the beat change for him a lot of the times on this project. I feel like because of that, like because Billy is more, even though he's all over the place, he still is like steady. While Lucid, he just like goes on tangents, it seems like. Like he's be like says one thing and then goes on to the next <laughs> one. Yeah, I'm trying to remember like when I, I, I definitely gave this a listen, and I think I was it was a lot easier for me to keep up with uh illicit rather than billy woods at times yeah. just because again mostly the voice but also yeah. like, because the beat switches yeah like they basically they're like here you're gonna pay attention to him now <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah um but my it's funny because uh my bro he was saying the complete opposite he was like i don't really like a lucid huh. i like it more so when billy woods is on huh. the track and i'm like for me i like them both right um i'm a bigger fan of billy woods but i feel like a lucid he definitely it, i'm not of course, I can't compare them, but it, it's kind of like that outcast vibe where you have one person mm -hmm. doing this, like aggressive in your face, and then Lucid is more laid back, but he also can get aggressive as well. And when they team up and do stuff together, it creates something that's like, I wouldn't expect this to work, but it works. And I love it. I love Arm & Hammer. I love what they bring to the table. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I definitely need to sit down and actually listen to it. <laughs> um but moving up uh we're at the top two now yep. <laughs> uh east shore highway for me uh okay. so east shore highway is is a deuce from grand national again so uh okay. brookfield deuce from oakland uh monty draper from richmond and mm -hmm. dj d sharp from oakland as well but also the dj for the golden state warriors Ooh. so like it was a like to me i was like oh shit like okay <laughs> like you you really out there and i love that they named it east shore highway because that's legitimately just the stretch of highway between oakland and richmond <laughs> mm -hmm. like to me it was just it was just a really 
I don't know, like between it being mixed the way that it is mixed and just the two of them rapping their ass off, like it, yeah. it just flowed real well. Because um, when I had him on, uh, Monty was saying, yeah, no, uh, Sharp would just go into the whip every once in a while and make sure the sound's good. Yeah. <laughs> like, he wouldn't just let it stay in the headphones. He would go to the car and car. actually listen to it. <laughs> yeah, because like I said, Bae, you're going to knock it in the car. You're going to yeah. play it on the speaker. You feel me? Yeah. And it's crazy. Like It's so crazy to me, too, because like, I think the week after I interviewed them, they were on KTVU. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, then they were on... Um, they're on Hip Hop for Change as well. Mm-hmm. But like, they out there. <laughs> yeah. I saw you posting about the interview. And they actually made me check it out. I only got to check it out like once or twice, though. I actually need to sit and listen to it. Now it's I'm seeing solid. it so high on your list. Yeah. No, like, this is the, like, this is one of the projects that I return to frequently. Okay. And it's, I don't know, to me, it's just like one of those songs I can listen to in the car. And it's just like, it's it slaps for sure. But, like, it's also, like, um they're actually saying stuff so it's not mm-hmm. just like just stupid shit <laughs> yeah um because like it started off with layup line and mm-hmm. it's just them swapping bars for the entirety of the track and just like yep this is what we're getting for this album <laughs> like, yep you're getting dope bars back to back um they got that track bohannon mm-hmm. <laughs> like they just they did that flip on it like the whole song is just super upbeat and super happy uh, they did KBLX, which is a flip on Anita Baker's uh, an, an Anita Baker song. Mm-hmm. But it's also an homage to KBLX. Um, I think it's one hundred two point nine. So like, they just they were like taking it back. Um, and I don't know. It was just like the whole thing was just solid. Like halfway through the project, they had tracks where it was just uh, solo tracks. So um, I think it started off with Brookfield Deuce. And then Monty did his solo track and then they swapped it again. Um, and the fact that it was structured this way and the production on it was so solid, like mm-hmm. the first few listens, I didn't even notice that those were solo tracks. Like they flowed so well together that I was like, oh, this is just, I thought it was just the same song. Like even though the production, like the beat is different, obviously, but like it flowed well into the next one. So I was like, oh, wait. Oh, okay. No, I thought these were <laughs> these were you two on the same track. No, oh, yeah. Um, but no, it's it's just really it's just really solid. Like you have on like <laughs> I think on what track was it? I forgot the exact track now, but um oh yeah, it was on sorry, uh the solo track that Monty did. And mm-hmm. he had a line where he's like, I'm Mag Trey and Black Thought combined. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and I'm like, yo, honestly, like looking at your lyrics, you you kind of are because <laughs> you have clearly that Bay influence from Mac Dre. Mm-hmm. And like you can get hyphy if you really yeah. want to. But, but then he's actually spitting like spitting. facts. <laughs> yeah, I need to. You got see, you got me hyped with these uh, local like you have these local really talented artists on your list. Yeah. And I not really familiar with them like that but when i see you interview them or he see you talking about them in your videos i'm like i really want to check that out when i have time so with this one i did check it out one time and i was like okay i see what they're going for i need to sit with it more because i can see why you really liked it from remembering when i was listening to it like mm-hmm. it's that mix of like bump but i'm also lyrical and they from out here and like i said yeah. i love it when it 
artists from out here, you you really spitting still. Because I feel like a lot of times with Bay Area people, like we put they get put in a box where they just mm-hmm. want us to slap and just like kind of like rhyme over some slap. But you also have lyrical talents from out here that are like yeah. pushing the pushing it. Like they're not just doing the basic Bay Area flow that they put us in a box for. Yeah, exactly. And like I was gonna bring it up when I talked to Mo uh, Mo Green because he's from Vallejo. Mm-hmm. But um, like I feel like a lot of people just assume that like that E forty and Vallejo sound is the Bay sound. Like yeah, that's that's just because he's the most popular. Really popular. Yeah, like you got other artists like you got Kehlani who's doesn't sound anything like that. You got Guap Dad who's a whole another. <laughs> um, Gammon. <laughs> I love it though. I love it. It's great. We got the diversity for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also really just liked with um, with uh, with Deuce. Like he was really just talking about real shit too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I forgot exactly what we were talking about, but like, um, where is it? Yeah, I can't remember what track it was now. But um, he was talking about like, yo, like all this like real shit that I'm talking like this is what I've been doing my entire career. Like mm-hmm. if you go back and listen, like this isn't nothing new to me. Like this is how I've been rapping. Mm-hmm. That's made me go back and listen for sure. Yeah. Uh, I also, before I'm, I don't think people are going to say anything about it, but like, I'm, I'm not trying to be like, I'm not associated with them or nothing. Like they're just cool. Like yeah. I like them and they're just genuine, genuine people. Like, yeah, <laughs> genuine. Like even in your, uh, your uh, interviews, like you, that's what I'm saying. Like it's a genuine energy there. It doesn't sound like, like, you're putting them on because like yeah pain like you we're we're still we're low-key you know what i'm saying it's yeah. genuine love out of the for the artists it's because like they're, they're local local they're dope, yeah and we fuck with each other <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying and i love their energy man because that's when it's a real genuine like review or like a uh, perspective on their music because if it's just like oh like these people are hitting us up and it's all for promotion or like it's it's paid it's right. like you could you could usually sense it a little bit because it's like oh that's not really genuine especially when it comes to when they actually talk about the music but you were actually getting in deep and like asking questions that's like you were actually interested you know like a yeah. fan and that's that's what i try to bring with it like yeah because um i'm not gonna lie but i have been hit up by people who they're like yo I want you to do this, do and like interview my my guy, like yeah, and like I'm cool with it, but like I'm not gonna take no money for it because it's not that's not my thing. Yeah, um, I'm not gonna be like promoting you if I don't like your music. Like yeah, if if it's something dope, cool, I'll listen to it and we'll talk about it. But like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go out of my way to be like promoting people who I don't really mess with like that. Hmm. Like I mean, if if like looking at my reviews, like. Damn near everything is something I like. Like it's not. Yeah. I never try to review stuff that I don't like, and that's what I kind of learned early on. Because, um, well, no one really caught on to the Royce review, but um, with Ari the Rugged Man, I was I was low key hating it. <laughs> like, oh, like, the one that came out this year. Uh, all my heroes are cornballs. Or dead. yeah, it was. I'm a fan of Ari, but it didn't you, really hit for me. No, I'm yeah. It didn't even as a fan because I like the Legends Never Die. Yeah. And that one was really good. I feel like this one, because he took so long and just the current state of like even underground rap, it's like he kind of sounds dated. Yeah. I mean, he still got dope flow and the production was okay. But like my problem with it was just like it didn't flow well. Like, yeah. Um, it just didn't, did not mesh well. 
Yeah. And there was a lot of just unnecessary tracks, but that's just Ari himself. Yeah. Um, I, I just remember my comments hating on me for that, but <laughs> Yeah, because Ari Ari gets a lot of love in the underground community. And like sometimes I mean sometimes it's cool to have a discourse as far as like, you know, a conversation like, Oh, I, yeah, why do you not like this? But sometimes people be coming at people's head too much. It's like, bro, it's just an album. It's just like this like is- we can have it. We can have yeah. a discussion, but you got to be cool about it. Like some people go overboard. Uh, yeah, I think one of the one of the comments on it was like, "I don't understand how you're saying that you didn't like the flow of the album, but you like these tracks." I'm like, "Bitch, I said I didn't like those. I didn't like how it flowed. It doesn't mean I don't like the songs." The song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was just yeah, it was funny to me mostly. <laughs> but I mean, in general, though, I try to like. I'm not gonna waste my time reviewing an album that I don't like. Yeah. The main reason I reviewed RA's album is because I like, yo, I really like RA. Like, even though like I'm disappointed and I'm still gonna put something out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we gotta get better at that because we review, I mean, I don't know, it's it's the way our uh, pod is formatted. We review stuff like we review nav and like I, I I some people I know were like, bro, why are you crapping on nav so hard? It's like <laughs> I don't like nav, I don't like anything about his sound. Yeah. But if you do like nav, you like nav, you know what I'm saying? But like <laughs> Sometimes if you come at people's neck, like if you're reviewing something you don't don't like, like you dislike fully, it's like you're just it's almost like, you know, you try. I try not to hate, but I will say my negative opinion. I will be mm-hmm. strong with it to where it almost sounds like I'm hating. <laughs> you got to find a balance, you know? Yep. Yeah, I kind of have this running joke with my friends that I just hate logic. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that's a whole whole nother thing. <laughs> logic. <laughs> uh I, I, yeah, I'm not going to say much about that. <laughs> if you, if, uh, to get my opinions on Logic, uh, check out the review I did, not for his No Pressure album, but the one he did last year, where I, my intro was just, it was fucking trash. And yeah. cut it off. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 it was. It was the confessions of a dangerous mind, right? Yeah. Yeah, don't even. And then he had the don't yellow, bother. what is it, the book one? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, Supermarket, yeah. That I, that I gave a pass because he was trying to do something with it, but. Yeah. I miss misstep logic every once in a while. That's why that no pressure, no pressure was an honorable mention kind of for me. I mean, I didn't. That's the only thing though. I didn't play it like throughout the year, but when it dropped, I was like, "Yo, this is the logic I want to hear." So that was an honorable mention for For sure. Um, Who'd you have a number two? I had Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist Alfredo. Show. So we already (laughs) we already went in on that one. Yeah, we already went in. (laughs) All right, number one, Uh, I had Sarok, the sharecropper's daughter. Okay. And, well, there's a few reasons for it. Um, one huge reason was because I... So the way I found out about Sarok mm-hmm. is I went to this Brother Ali show back in 2017, I think. Okay. At um at the Cornerstone in Berkeley. Um, and she, she, she was on tour with him, so she opened. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> like, I was not... I, I didn't know what to expect because I had mm-hmm. never heard of her before then. Um, and it was really dope because like after her set, she went into the crowd <laughs> and like, like I just chopped it up with her for a minute. Like we got a picture somewhere. <laughs> it's like, it was, she was it, like, she was just a genuine person. Like she's That's there dope. for the music. Like she music, wanted to be yeah. in the crowd and like, you know, feel the vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so that was in 2017. So, I've been waiting for three years for an album for her. From her. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think so. before that, she put out an album in 2015, so it was uh-huh. even longer. Um, and she had a few singles, like I think 
Um, right around that time, she put out Forever, which is the one that, like, if you know Sarah, that's like the one song that everyone knows and she always performs. Hmm. Um, but this album was really long awaited. And, like, it just, it starts off so good. Like, the whole the whole album's produced by Soul Messiah, who's her DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, and it starts off with just her spitting bars just immediately Mm -hmm. like it's i'm trying to pull up my review so i can get like some notes real quick but like the whole thing well yeah so the whole thing was produced by um soul messiah except for one track uh deliverance that was produced by evidence okay um and she's part of rhyme sayer so she has that connection there but um it's it started off with her like just showing people like you can you can do what you want like yeah don't let anyone put you in a box don't let anyone like say you can't do this because mm-hmm. um the first lines was like brown girl with thin skin they said i never make it this far <laughs> that was the baby but that was the devil baby this god look at me now <laughs> mm-hmm. like she's like yo look at me <laughs> you, y'all thought i wasn't gonna do nothing here i am Dang. and the whole project it's so it's titled the sharecropper's daughter because mm-hmm. Her father was, um, his family was part of the, the Virginia sharecroppers back in the day. So okay. she, he was trying to provide a better life for her. So by doing so, he was telling her stories and like stuff that was going on back then. Um, but so I, we kind of talked about it earlier with Eminem, like how like he just puts in these bars that are like super lyrical and like can have like multiple meanings and wordplay and all that. Like she has a few of those, like with the first, uh, first track after that gold leaf, which is literally just her saying, I'm writing these lyrics and it's turned the page into gold. (laughs) Um, but like, what was it? Uh, woman of steel, Esther embroidered on the lapel superhero with these expressions injected from out the grill. Now I mean like Muslim on the Dean from sun up to sun down. I'm praying on your regime. Like, if you just let it go in, like, without paying attention, you're like, okay, cool, that's dope. But then you're like, wait, Muslims are, like, Muslim women who, and then from sun up to sun down, like, you know, Muslims pray, like, depending on, or according to the sun, like, from sun up to sun down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then she's praying on your regime. Like, there's just so much, so many layers to it, but it doesn't sound like she's beating you over the head with it either. (laughs) I need, oh my, I'm sleeping. <laughs> oh my God, that's dope. And like, she had dope features too. Like she had Styles P, she had Black Thought. And she actually went bar for bar with Black Thought. Like they, so there was her verse or yeah, her verse and Black Thoughts. And then they shared a verse. Like huh. they went two bars each. <laughs> it was, oh my God. I'm about to check this out, right? Yeah, you <laughs> Like it was so good. I'm surprised I didn't hear about this. It was so good. I didn't really see. I haven't heard anybody talking about it. I'm blown away, especially because if she has Black Thought, that's what I'm saying, man. Black Thought. I mean, he does be giving features out sometimes, but he usually, if he gives you a feature, you have to be because he know. Like if you're gonna do Black Thought song, yeah, (laughs) yeah, because you can't. Not everyone can handle Black Thought feature. So I need to actually spend the time to check this out. Like, yeah. And then, like, just just as one other bar that sticks out to me every time I listen to it mm-hmm. on uh, the track "Something Real," yeah, um, like the soul, the song is just about her talking about how people in the industry are ignoring her and that she's spinning some real shit. Yeah, but this one bar, 
This is what y'all need for the time being. This is a, it's a rap detox. No Dre, but I've been doctoring bars so long. Call me Rap Deepak. I'll trap records and cook tracks till they crave each drop from the stock. I'm like, you you didn't say Deepak Chopra, but you did. <laughs> and then that's making like, me make a stank face. Like, oh my god, bro, what? How did I not hear? See, so good. <laughs> Like this is why it's number one. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm about to check this out. Like that, that's gonna oh. be the first thing I check out because that's your number one. And I had I was I think I, I saw you post about it, right? But I didn't check it out because I was like, <laughs> uh, I was like, I'll check it. Sometimes I'll be seeing you know reviews or something, mm -hmm. and sometimes I try to like I'm like, all right, check it out, and I'll forget about it. You feel me? Yep, yep. And I'm about to check this out because just hearing those bars, that sounds like something it, I would like. And like you said, female. So Female MCs have been killing it, and for to hear like, wow, <laughs> like for me to not hear about getting a black thought feature and everything, like, oh, I'm I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping. It was so good. That's like, dope. Whew. I know when I wrote, well, when I wrote the review, I said my favorite songs were like Rockwell's "America" with Styles P, which mm -hmm. was just a straight up reference to Norman Rockwell, mm -hmm. but because. He was trying to depict his version, like what he thought of America, but like Sarok's here showing the black perspective. Yeah. And like she changed the the name of Rockwell because like uh, Rockwell will be R-O-C-K, but she changed it to R-O-C to match her name. Yeah. <laughs> and then Styles P always kills it. Like Kills it. <laughs> um, but then Something Real, which I just mentioned, Deliverance, which is that track with uh, that evidence produced. Uh, Lay It Down and Black Renaissance. Black Renaissance was the one with um, Black Thought. Um, shit, what, where was that one? I'm trying to remember Black what Thought. I said for Lay It Down because, bruh. Black Thought always got to keep it black, man. It's always something black. Right? <laughs> it's Black Thought, man. I think, <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, uh, Lay It Down was uh, just her keeping it hella introspective. Like, because when she was growing up, um, I'm going to just say the bar, Double Dutch after four, Dope Boy crushes galore. That was four I found. They were serving base to the door. Basically, that was my, when my childhood shattered base to the floor. Because my folks, because for my folks, cocaine and vodka held a persuasive allure. Dang. Like, like she was really just talking about shit that she was experiencing and seeing. Yeah. So like, and even though she was trying, like her dad was trying to get her away from like all the negativity and all that stuff, like she couldn't avoid it. <laughs> Yeah, because, you know, if something's in your life, you know, even though they try to hide it from you, once you realize that that was what is really going on mm -hmm. or like that was part of your past or part of your family's past, it's like, dang, that was like when I was a child, I wasn't recognizing that that was ha like I could personally feel that bar. Like, I'm, yeah. you got me hyped to check this out. Like, you start, <laughs> there's a few, but this one, actually, I could see like I, I think I'd really like this and it might. I might be like, dang, that could have been in my top 10, but I was sleeping. It's it's so good. You definitely need to check it. Mm -hmm, I um, am. I am. But for your number one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Run the jewels. RTJ4. Run the jewels for man. Right um, here. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I'm a big Run the Jewels fan ever since RTJ1. I mean, I love mm -hmm. LP. You know, I love yep. LP, Fun Crusher Plus. Um, what's the... Uh, what's the Cancer for Cure. <laughs> Cancer for Cure, uh, all that. Like, he's been killing it. Uh, his style production is crazy. Like, change hip-hop, uh, Cole Vane. I was listening to Cannibal Ox not too long ago. Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, like, going back and listening to stuff, I'm like, he really changed, like, the underground New York, uh, that scene. Yeah. You know, he really was a pioneer for that. And to hear him still doing it today with Killer Mike. Oh, my God. Uh, RTJ3. 
Um, I liked, but compared to RTJ2, I didn't like as much. I love RTJ2. So this was almost, I'm not going to say it's a comeback because they didn't fall off per se, but this was like, obviously it's my favorite album this year. So it was like, oh, they're back because they took a break. They were yeah. dropping every year. And then yeah, they were like, the okay, first time it took them a little bit longer. It took a little long. And I think it was worth the wait. Yeah. Uh, Yankee and the Brave. I believe that was the first single. It was, oh, yeah. My, oh, my God. Oh my god, bro! That beat, like was, I was like, this is oh what this is what I wanted from R, uh, RTJ three. Mm-hmm. It like I'm not saying it was still on there sometimes, but I feel like they kind of smoothed it out. This one they had songs like that, but they came out hard, like oh, like gritty, <laughs> like ah, and, and um, Killer Mike was back on his BS. Oh yeah, um, Killer Mike has been like there's a, there's been a shift in the last couple years. With mm-hmm. Killer Mike, and mm-hmm. you can hear it on his features too. Like he's just hungry, like and aggressive with it too. Yes. So it's it was dope. <laughs> yes, he brought that uh, ooh la la. That I think that's the most popular song on this album because the ooh la la. Why, that was nice, man. That, <laughs> that was Greg nice. nice man. Uh, Shout sample. out to Greg Nice, man. That was a dope little like. That's what I'm saying. I feel like. Um, LP always finds a way to like throw in like funny sounds like uh, run, RTJ2 was run the jewels fast, run the run the like. He, they always have that anthem song. Yeah, and that was that. That was funny, and that got a lot of love. Uh, out of sight with two chains. I like two chains. That threw me off too. But to be fair, rapper go to the league was a dope ass project. So That's what I, I'm saying. I was expecting that. <laughs> yeah, and he he held his own. Uh, holy. <laughs> the titles on this Goonies versus ET and uh Walking in the Snow. Oh. I love Walking in the Snow. Uh shout out to Gangsta Boo, I believe. Yeah, Gangsta Boo mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on that one. She always, whenever she shows up on uh Run the Jewels, kills it. And um, that killer Mike verse. Yeah, he was like talking to you about what like it <laughs> <laughs> I, I love I love the conversations we have in bag. It's just it's like we love the music, and it's just like we, like I felt that when he was just going in right there, just talking like the beat change, and he was just like, "All right, I'm about to spit some real stuff." I got it. I got his verse right here. <laughs> I pulled up my review real quick. Pull it, hey, pull it up. I gotta hear it. Man. That's they promise funny. education, but they really give you test and score, and they predict mm-hmm. in prison population by who scoring the lowest, mm-hmm. and usually the lowest scores the poorest, and they look like me. And every day on the evening news, they feed you fear for free. Until my voice goes from a shriek to a whisper, I can't breathe. breathe. I was like, oh, oh, that was perfect. That's what I'm saying. This dropped right at, like right when that stuff was going down. And it was too. crazy because he said this was recorded in 2017. Well, it's or like 2018 maybe, but still. It's yeah, it's because it's still going on, bro. Like, yeah. and to see it be so relevant, even though they recorded it a long time ago, like, yeah. I was saying, I feel like Killer Mike, even on like rtj2 and i think there was a song on rt yo there was definitely a song on rtj2 i think it was boots so that might have been rtj3 where they talked they had the scenario of the police and like uh the whole situation and they Mm -hmm. had like someone gets they've always been relevant when it comes to police brutality i feel like that was like the perfect aggressive oof just got through walking in the snow god damn that mop go that was clean like it all started back with uh i think rap music Mm-hmm. Um, that track "Don't Die," where he had to yeah. shoot a cop. <laughs> yeah, "Don't Die." His, That's his one of the father, nastiest beat switches too. And it's it's crazy because his father's a police officer, but he yeah. all he, he and he's just like, yeah, like you know, 
It's like he, he because his dad's a police officer, I find it even more interesting that he goes out of his way to call out police officers because he knows he probably knows his dad probably tells him stories or told him stories about like I'm yeah, sure, even yeah. though I work for the force, you know, some shady stuff going on. Oh, yeah, and then you I'm got sure. and then you got just with Pharrell. That and that's a catchy song. Like I saw that could be definitely like almost like play on the radio, but the topic not. Nah. Oh no. Because no. it's like look at all these slave masters posing on your yeah, that, that uh <laughs> <laughs> like the beat, yeah, kind of, but like the but hook. The, uh, don't know that uh, the radio's ready for that yet. <laughs> They're not ready for anything, to be honest. But that's a, that's a whole other conversation. Uh, I mean, go for Shade Forty Five, though. <laughs> yeah, but um, I think that I think that they 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 brought back the passion. The 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 yeah. like when I first heard RTJ, like even the first one, I was like, wow, I was blown away because like the production was crazy. And then RTJ two was that on a whole nother level. So mm-hmm. for this one, it brought me back and to be like, yo, this is why I love Run the Jewels. Like relevant, talking about things, funny, uh, crazy production, like like different production. Because LP, you know, he mixes a lot of sounds, weird samples. He's wild with it. <laughs> wild with it. And I feel like for Killer Mike, you know, they're from different places. They sound really different. Like I said, with the uh, Arm and Hammer, it's like you bring two different people who you might not expect, even though they like are both legends in their own right. Bring them together and see what it does. Create something crazy. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, it was my favorite. And I was talking to my manager about Run the Jewels just in general. And it's like, mm-hmm. yo, like it's crazy. Like you would not expect these two to like work together and do so well. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't see any sort of success like this in their solo careers. Yeah. But like when they combine, there's like huge now. Yeah. And I just shit, they're on the cyberpunk soundtrack. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like they've been getting a lot of love. I mean, they were on, uh, I think they were, weren't they in the Venom movie? They were in one of the movies too. I think I, no, it wasn't been. Venom. It was, uh, it, what movie was it? They were in one of those superhero movies. I swear. Unless I'm tripping. I'm not sure now. Uh, I feel like Venom would have been the option for him, but yeah. But either way, like they've been, they've been showing up on movie soundtracks. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's been, it's been a boost to both of their careers, and I love it. Uh, I saw them live for RTJ three. Oh shit. Um, and that was dope to see because you know they performed everything, like all mm-hmm. the songs I wanted to hear. They had the uh, the the fist, the fist and the gun symbol in the background, going crazy, and it was just dope. Uh, the only thing I, the only thing I hate about RTJ is that. As far as their fan base goes, like at least when I saw them live, is that they definitely have an older fan base. So I think when I try to put younger people on them, like people my age, yeah. they're kind of like, "Oh, these dudes are old." But like, nah, it slaps. <laughs> they talk about relevant stuff, mm-hmm. and that's not something I hate. It's just like I feel like they they deserve to be. I mean, they definitely have a name; people know them. But yeah. I think they definitely deserve more love amongst like younger hip hop fans. Yeah, and I feel like run well, run the jewels has a really wide fan base. I think because. Mm-hmm. I got people I've, uh, I'm friends with on Instagram that would that they don't listen to rap, but they'd be posting "Run the Jewels," like LP's production. Yeah. It's not like the stereotypical rap production. That's what I'm exactly. saying. So I think you know sometimes I try to show people "Run the Jewels" and that don't like rap because I'm like, you might like this because LP's production is so wacky. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know. I feel like it's different. I, I love hip hop that brings different sounds or like is a fusion a lot of times. So. Hmm. Hmm. That's how the funny uh, talking about how uh, Run the Jewels has an older fan base. Typically, mm-hmm. that just reminded me, like um, when I went to Camp Vlogna last year, I think it was. Uh, most F was there. <laughs> I got lucky again. Like that was the second year I went. Oh. Um, but um, when I went to go see Most Def, mm-hmm. like I went alone because my girlfriend was watching. Um, I think Summer Walker. 
Yeah. And then my other friends were watching Juice World. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to go watch Mo's Def. I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is, uh, yeah, yeah, there's a bunch of old heads here. Literally. I love it. Yeah. But, but I love it. But <laughs> like, I, I, I hit up my friend Albert, who um, I don't know his age and I refuse to know his age. I just know mm-hmm. he's older than me. Yeah. Um, but he's like that old head at rap shows that's just like <laughs> in the back. <laughs> so I'm like, damn, I felt like Albert that day. <laughs> yeah. Cause Run the Jewels, when I saw him, that's literally it was old heads. <laughs> not not no moshing no heck of energy that's crazy like, to me though because i would imagine there's like moshing at well because it's all it was older people at the show they ain't really trying to mosh i feel like yes maybe you know maybe saying? like ga like at the in the pit <laughs> yeah I, I was in ga it was oh, okay, like okay. people it was people it like huh. it was like a bunch of like it wasn't like moshing going on really i mean wow. there might have been like some like pushing but not moshing you know what i'm saying because mm. like you said it is kind of mosh pit music yeah. but th- this was a show i went to it was at uh it was in berkeley Mm-hmm. I was expecting more younger people, but it wasn't really like that. But I mean, oh. it is what it is, man. Like their music is great, and I feel like when I do show it to people and they like it, they really like it. It's like oh, they yeah, go all in. It. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's a unique sound. I'm so I'm so sad that they weren't able to tour this year because like I think back in February they announced that they're going on tour. Yeah. Um, and I was gonna try to get tickets for it too for yeah. uh for Oracle. But um, I was actually in uh, New Orleans with my girlfriend yeah. for our anniversary. So, like, we we're on a different time entirely. So, I was like, I just missed the sale. <laughs> but I'm like, eh, it probably worked out because they didn't go on tour anyway. <laughs> yeah, maybe next year. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be looking at because it's going to be weird because, like you said, like like we were saying, actually, like, some people drop the albums and it's like, are they going to tour next year? Are they just not going to tour and just wait till their next release? Because, you know, some people are just going to be like, ah, that was a long time ago. I don't know if I'm going to tour for that because the hype might not be there. But I feel like everyone's going to want to go to tours. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, especially, like, the smaller artists, like, art touring artists, essentially, like, most of yeah. the underground dudes. Yeah. Like, they're going to go no matter what. Yeah, they like, should. Um, yeah. When I was talking yeah. to Noah James, like that's what he says. Like, yeah, no, I'm a touring artist, so like, I I'm gonna get out on the on the road when I can. Yeah. <laughs> so like, and I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be at every show. I'm gonna be hyped. I'm so hyped yep. for when shows come back, man. Same. Like, I already I was already talking to Noah. He's like, yeah, whenever I come up to the Bay, we chopping it up for show. <laughs> like, <laughs> we definitely gotta go to some tours together. Oh yeah, definitely. We definitely gotta like, go to some tours together, man. I think our music tastes align enough that <laughs> Yes. 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 Because like there'd be shows that I'm like, yo, who's gonna go with me? Like, and no one says anything. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I guess I'm going alone. <laughs> That's gonna be me, man. I'm gonna go with you, man. I'm ha- I'm I'm really happy we got to do this, man. Cause Most I've been one like I said, man, I, I I like I love your content. I think you do a really Thank good you. job. Especially considering, like, I, I saw y'all when y'all was a group, and then you started doing it on your own. I'm like, oh, that's dope. And you really show that you are really <laughs> passionate about the music, and you, like you said, you break it down. And I feel like I look like I don't like when I found you guys. I was like, y'all have been doing it for a minute. Yeah, I think at that point we were going on like a year and a half, almost two years. Yeah, like y'all, y'all been doing it. Well, or actually, no, like just it. over a year, actually. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like it's crazy to see like how much work you put into this now and it's, it's like, not easy it's not i know it's not because even as a group like it's hard so it's like especially like you know i do most of the editing for my podcast and it's like it's it takes time and we haven't even done visuals yet and i know that's gonna be a whole nother thing yeah yeah I mean, once you get into a groove though it's e- it gets easy no i'm excited i'm excited we're gonna do it soon but you know with everything you know the covid and like yeah. we, we're, we were adjusting the zoom doing it on zoom you know it's a little bit different um definitely yeah 
I mean, it works out, but it's it's definitely a change. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I can't wait till I can start doing shit in person again, though, because um, at my job, we have um, this uh, like we just started carrying it like in store for some reason. Mm-hmm. But um, the Zoom like podcasting like interface, mm-hmm. so like, I can actually take it with me and put a, like save everything to a memory card. Oh, OK, but I don't have to bring my whole setup, setup. with me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, man, once I start doing interviews in person like this is this is next level <laughs> like, this is what I'm going to need. <laughs> Hey man, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited because you. Hey, I, I, like I said, I really like your interviews, man. It's really it's it, it's motivational to see a podcast that's been going on. Oh, sorry about that. Do I? Do, sorry, can, sorry about that. Someone. Well, do you should I just read? Oh no, you can keep going. <laughs> we can. Oh okay. Well. Uh, it's really motivational to see, uh, like I said, like y'all have been doing it before. So it's really motivational to see a local podcast really showing how passionate they are about music and some of the music that I'm into. You know what I'm saying? So I, when I found you, that's why I was going out my way to reach out. Cause I'm like, yo, this is dope. Like y'all the whole thing, bar for bar, the logo, <laughs> everything. Like I've, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a supporter. Thank you. I mean, I'm, gl- I'm glad it took us. Well, I'm glad we actually found a time to actually do this. I know, like I said at the beginning, like we've been trying to do something like this for the longest time. We just mm-hmm. scheduling ain't the easiest thing. <laughs> yeah, and, and for and, me, like whenever I do the actual podcast, it's like I just be like I'll either have someone something in mind already, or I'll have a guest on. But like, I was like, you know what? This is the perfect time. <laughs> yeah, and this is the first time I've collabed with uh, another podcast like mm-hmm. this. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate you working with me, and I appreciate you uh, letting me come on. I, we definitely yeah, gonna have you on. We definitely gonna have so. you on. We're gonna work it out, man. It, it's tough with everybody with their meeting and their schedules. We're, we're we're still like figuring out like when is the best time to record all the time. So we're trying to be more consistent with that before we have other people on. That's all right. It is. Right. Like we, I love, I've been telling them like when we, when we get in interviews and guests and like other podcasts on our thing, you're going to be the first one for sure. For Thank show. you. <laughs> no problem. Um, so that was our list. I have, I had hit up my friends about um, like just shooting me their list. Only one of them or two of them really got to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so my boy or yeah, boy, as he's formerly known as on the podcast, dot <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, com, dot com did it. I don't think this is in any order, but um, he got they the Amanda tape, uh, Banny the Butcher burned the proof, and mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce it. Blast, it's B L X S T. No love lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all he got on there, but solid top three, I'd say. Top three, yeah. I haven't I haven't checked out the Days product project this time around, but last time it was solid as hell. So me either. I haven't checked it out. I checked uh, out the blast. The blast was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my other friend didn't actually hit me up, but he was like, yo, Guilty Pleasure is kind of that Joji album. <laughs> I checked it out. Did you, did you, did you mess with it? No, I don't, I don't get into Joji like that. So it really wasn't for me. Yeah. I'll be going out my way to check out stuff. Even like, cause I didn't like the ballads, whatever mm-hmm. it was. This one was way better though. To me. It actually impressed me a little bit, but it's not something I heck at the one rotation. It is a Guilty Pleasure record though. I see that. For sure. Yeah. Um, and then. My other friend, he, well, what he said <laughs> is I haven't listened to enough for new releases to have an honest album of the year, but probably Ace, uh, Aesop Rock. <laughs> Ooh. But, um, but then he also said that's always a given because he's my second dad, but I don't know. 
um, yeah, he's he's the one person that's never properly named uh, back in the day. He would always have a different name each time. So <laughs> that's uh, expected. <laughs> Man, Rock, hey, Rock, Rock's project was dope. I, that I, that's was... yeah, it's an honorable mention. It's an honorable mention. I for actually sure. had to mess with it. I mess with it. I'm a fan of him though. So it's a very dense album. That's for sure. I mean, he's always dense, you know. True. So whenever uh-huh. I, I um I was trying to get a homie into it, he was basically telling me like, "Yo, like I was like, yeah, this might not be the best album to get you into him." I feel like <laughs> I feel like you should start maybe with like maybe probably, even but probably everything's dense. Yeah, <laughs> none shall pass. Um, and then maybe get into like Labor Days, all that stuff, you know? Because none shall pass, I think, is the the intermediate. Like, oh, this is a good start album. Yeah. <laughs> um, he probably would have put Quelly Chris on there too, actually. Um, just knowing his preferences, mm-hmm. um, and and then my friend who said Joji, he more than likely had Alfredo on there too. Alfredo. At least that's what he told me in the past. <laughs> I feel like Alfredo is dang near on everyone's list. Like Alfredo is dope. If you're in the, if you're just in the bars and dope beats, that yeah. could have been my number one. But RTJ, I just I needed that. Mm-hmm. I needed that man. No, it's crazy. Like uh, talking about Ace though, like. <laughs> The breakdown I did for the Gates is actually the most viewed video I have right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and people just people fuck with Ace. <laughs> like everyone likes Ace. It's crazy. Well, it's not everyone, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's because he's a legend, man. Yeah. Like, like and he like like you said, like you do breakdowns. That's a perfect rapper to break down. You have to. <laughs> you have to. That's what I'm saying. Like it depends on like, cause you could break it down a little bit, but if you really break his stuff down, he's there's Super, a lot, lot, lot being of said. stuff. And he's really personal. I said he's really like personal and like backpack. Like he just he talks about normal life stuff a lot of the time. And that's why I like him. Mm-hmm. That album was a little like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this is, this is the best way to There was a lot happening. Like, yeah. yeah, no, I I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> um I guess we can get into a little bit of uh honorable mentions and we can get up out of here. Okay. But um I think one of the biggest honorable mentions for me was Royce. And the mm-hmm. only reason that I refuse to have him on the top 10 or even really talk about him at all this year is because he's so anti-vax. Yeah. Like, he had a whole, didn't he have a whole song? Like, he on had two album? songs. Oh, yeah. And, and on pretty much every feature since then, he's mentioned it. Mentioned it, yep. And I'm like, Royce, you, you are one of the more woke rappers and you're saying the stupid shit like you could sure have your opinion like i understand yeah. that your son is autistic and you want to blame vaccines for that yeah there's no proof in it yeah. even though he says that he reads things that argue for it it no <laughs> just yeah. no yeah I, I get it you know that's something you know because if you're promoting him or you're like talking about him you're also sometimes promoting yeah. his views and that's questionable, uh, yeah. especially like you said when you're woke, and you know some people listen to you for introspection or to look, and like you know yeah. it's it's not the best look. It's also really funny because apparently I think he has a podcast with Lupe now, and Lupe is super provax, so mm-hmm. it's like, all right, so what's going on there? <laughs> yeah, during the pandemic, Lupe's been going I on, love especially Lupe. early on. Yeah, he'd be going he'd be going on lives and like talking with doctors and stuff like that. Like, yeah, Lupe was really part of the informational wave of covid yeah. i appreciate him for that yeah i also love that he's like if you're gonna be at my shows you gotta be vaccinated <laughs> yeah that's smart yeah. not trying to get people sick yeah um honorable mention for me was uh unlocked by denzel curry 
Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and Kenny. It was short yeah. though, and I, I I stopped going to it as much later in the year, so I kept it off. But that was dope. It I was love short. the rollout for it. <laughs> yeah, the rollout, the videos. I like, and I, I'm a big Denzel Curry fan. So yeah, yeah, that was dope. Yeah, no, I mean, still, like, it's so funny to me, like how people have opinions about on Denzel Curry. Like to me, like my favorite album from him is still Taboo. But I know that that was mm-hmm. like a one and done thing. Like he's not going to really yeah. go back and do that. I'm yeah. not expecting his other music to ever be like that. But yeah. um, I don't know if you saw like a few weeks ago on Twitter, he was just having like this rant about how people like people keep telling me what to do and like what I should do in the industry, and this is why I hate rap now. Like, I'm like damn, no, I, I get it, but I'm not one of those people who are like, I expect you to make taboo every time. Like, yeah, no, I'm that totally was fine with fine. Zoo. Totally fine with unlocked, unlocked, imperial thirteen, all that shit. Like, because that was such a different vibe, you know. Seeing where you know, even before nostalgia sixty four, you know, he's he's he he does different things and he's evolved, you know, even with his voice and everything, how he delivers things. Like, even that little EP he dropped before um, Taboo, what was it, uh, thirteen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he kind of showed he was going towards the more like noisy, different sound, and then Taboo was just grand. It was a connected, a whole experience. And when you look back at Nostalgia 64, where it's just bumping the whip. So different. Different. That's what I'm saying. Like, he evolves. uh, Yeah. Like, you have Ultimate and shit. Like, yeah. (laughs) Ultimate, Imperial. You know, Denzel, he's consistently dropped solid, though. Like, quality. Like, solid quality music. So, definitely. Uh, What's another honorable mention? I'm trying to think. What was I listening to that I was like, I don't know if I should put it on here? Uh, Spillage Village for me. Oh, yeah. That was dope. Uh, yeah that was dope that was it was, dope. It was a necessary experience mm-hmm. um i just haven't returned to it enough me either but that the religious themes and all that it was like, necessary. even the single yeah like when he when they dropped end of days like right when the pandemic was going on like i yeah. was like oh yeah i know what you're going for that was that was solid that was dope it was, um, it was perfect timing like you said <laughs> yeah um i really like polo g's album the goat but I don't know. It, it, it wasn't. It was like teetering because I'm like, do I want to include like some more upbeat, trappy? But at the end of the day, it, it didn't. It didn't. It couldn't fit on there. Yeah, I still didn't listen to that one either. It was. It was but, solid. You know, yeah, I like Polo. G. I like Polo G. Um, you know, Die a Legend because my uh, my little bro put me on. He he likes more trap drill music. You know, mm-hmm. um, so he's introspective. He tells a lot of stories, and that's why I like the way he does it. And I feel like the goat, he kind of got away with that from there a little bit because he kind of has more upbeat, more slapping melodic songs, but it was still really good. Like, I was like, okay, I can see you totally crossing over. He got a lot of attention with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing the, I've been seeing it thrown out quite often, so. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talked about Pray for Paris. I was one. Yeah, Pray yeah. for Paris is definitely one of those. Mm-hmm. It's just not something I'd return to. Yeah. Um, that Pop Smoke album was actually really solid, though. Yeah, I, I, because I'd only just started listening to Pop Smoke right when he passed. So it's like, for me, this album was so different. Yeah, and it's kind of a glimpse into what we could have gotten. Yeah, sad. That's what makes it even sadder. Dang, there it's like, wow, he didn't. He was trying to like be versatile and like, because you know he's known for that aggressive, you know, the sound, drill sound, yeah, drill sound. And then now he showed he could do. The drill sound and also mix it up way more, and I, 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 it was sad. I went back to it a lot, but then I near the end of the year, I haven't really gone back to it as much. Yeah, I, I had it on repeat quite a bit, like when yeah. it came out, and like yeah, that I was whole month it. right around. Yeah, after that, it's like, I, 
Oh, uh, man. Oh. That Deontay Hitchcock album. That was really solid, too. Oh, uh, better. Yeah. Yeah, that was dope. It definitely got, it got, I saw it getting like more love on Twitter and stuff like a little bit after it dropped. And then like I heard my little brother playing. I'm like, oh, so he's definitely getting attention. Then I'm like, okay, people starting to mess with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was someone I'm trying to think of that was like, oh, yeah, he, Oh, I had opened my eagle. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Anime, trauma. trauma and divorce. That was solid. I got I the like thing it. right there. <laughs> oh yeah, I was about to say it kind of looks like it. <laughs> That's the the special edition one. Oh yeah, because I saw a post. I like that album, man. I just I liked, liked it how it was like a bunch of anime references, but it wasn't over the top with it either. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, I didn't like the only anime that he referenced that I've actually watched from it was JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but like. Everything else, it, like I still got it. Like I knew what he was saying. Is, is JoJo's fire? I'm starting to get into anime. Is it fire? Is it it's fire? weird. Um, the first couple seasons is kind of kind of slow. So a lot of yeah. people say Star Wars like, season three. Yeah, I still really like the first two seasons. But, okay. Um, it's uh, it's one of those shows. Uh, one of my so, <laughs> one of my friends, like I was telling him to watch it, mm-hmm. and uh, you know how some people are like hyper masculine. Um, yeah, like, oh, is that that show with all the gay guys? Yeah, and like the super like over the top homosexual stuff. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's and then I got to the end, and I'm like, oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> um, it's not that bad though. Like, it's not. It's not. I mean, I don't. I it's don't good. Care. It's yeah, good. I don't care. I, I just the only reason why I, I'm just starting to get into it, so I don't know where to start. Yeah. Sometimes, like, I just finished Death Note stuff mm. like that. Like, I'm just I'm watching Tokyo Ghoul right now. Oh, I had nice. to ask though because I'm trying to I'm trying to watch JoJo. I've heard about it. It's good. I enjoyed it. Uh, it's, okay. it's definitely quirky. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of memes start to make sense once you, <laughs> once you watch it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, mm, damn. What's, an, what's another honorable mention? Honestly, that Buster Rhymes album was really solid. Yeah, I was impressed because I wasn't, wasn't like I was expecting a dub, but I was like, "Yo, for you to come out with an album like out of nowhere like this and like mm-hmm. it's dope." And okay. it's like the follow-up to one of your best albums. Albums. And it was still, it held its own, especially at this age. You know, sometimes rappers, I mean, I, I'm not one of those people that think like, I, I do kind of believe it, but I kind of don't where like you get older and like you just drop in quality. I just think a lot of times like people stop paying attention to you because you're older. Yeah. But sometimes it, it does. I think it does happen like that because maybe you lose ideas and stuff. And for him to come out with a sequel from an album, like you said, years ago, and it still kind of connects and it's like dope, especially during this pandemic. You know, yeah, it's perfect. 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 <laughs> Except for the fact that the deluxe has 30 tracks on it. 30 tracks. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm not doing that. <laughs> not doing that. I couldn't do it either, bro. I was like, all right, I'll just take the original. Thank you for that. Um, yep. We don't need all that extra, extra. But uh, talking about how, like, as rappers get older, like, that kind of reminds me of um, Atmosphere. Like, there's, like, his subject matter changed so much. Much. Like, from, like, and it, you started to see that shift, like, back in, like, 2011, 2010, when, uh, when Life Gives You Lemons. Yeah. But, like, he went from that super, like, emo, depressed rap to something, like, he still has that, but he's starting to go more into, like, dad rap. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm like, grown. it makes sense. You got yeah, kids. So grown, you 40. Grown man. <laughs> I saw like, you rev- you reviewed that felt, too. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was solid. Dope. It was yeah. solid. Um, I didn't like it as much looking back now, but it was solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like sometimes the projects, like, I like them a lot, or like, I'm like, yo, this is really dope. And then I like forget about them. Or I'm like, oh, I don't really like it as much as I did when I first yeah. talked about it. Yeah. 
It's interesting. Uh, I mean, I mentioned earlier um, D. Bledsoe, he dropped um, Project Enrichment. Uh, that one uh, just is too close to this list to make it. I gotta check that out. Um, no, nah, it's solid. Um, it flows really well. It's like 22 minutes long, so it's it's a quick listen. Um, and then okay. Mo Green dropped Mo Green Rap Superstar. Um, and that shit was like it's so funny like his rollout for it because he had like little shorts on Instagram mm-hmm. like where it's him and his nephew Lil Joey who like, and Lil Joey's trying to be a rap superstar like his his uncle. <laughs> so the first episode is just him like pulling up like in the middle of nowhere like they in Vallejo so it could really be anywhere anywhere and he brought him his coffee. He's just like, ain't no one talking to you, Google. <laughs> <laughs> I swear that Siri does the same thing to me where I'm like, bro, I didn't activate you. What? That's funny. Um, but you know, like it was funny because like it starts off like Joey brought him coffee mm-hmm. from Starbucks and like they're talking shit like, mm-hmm. like, man, you ain't shit. Like, what are you even wearing? Because Mo Green was just wearing his sweats and a robe and crocs. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts and Joey starts to leave and he's like, hey, he just pours out all the coffee. <laughs> just mad, disrespectful. But um, I, I got to check that out, too. He's funny, like he said. Like we're planning some, like once uh, once they get a little bit more into the the shorts, like mm-hmm. <laughs> they're gonna have a supposedly they're gonna have Joey become a superstar, and I'm about to interview him. For oh, it. that should be a good one. It'd be hella that funny. Be a good one. Um, oh, rap forever. Uh, Purple moonlight. I didn't listen to it. I need to though. It was dope. Uh, I'm a fan of Milo at this point. Um, became a fan more so later. Um, mm-hmm. So. To hear him switch names and like come really hard as a different alter ego is really, it was kind of jazz rappy, but it was also like Milo. You know what you're gonna get. Yeah. But you know, I don't know. I, he's about to drop another project with mm-hmm. uh, some other person, uh, Scallops Hotel. Yeah, I mean so, that's just him still. <laughs> I know, I know. Like, just, he has these alter egos. I'm many. trying to, I'm trying to represent. You know, try to show love to his alter ego. You know. <laughs> It's funny because like these rappers damn near be deep, different people though when they have an ultra ego though. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's dope though. I just love how Milo continues this trend of like run-on sentences as his album <laughs> title. Cause like um the album that he's putting out, I think where is it? Uh Bob's Son, Rap mm-hmm. Ferreira, and the Garden Level Cafe of the Scalps Hotel. <laughs> yeah. What? Like what? <laughs> like why do you how do you get these names? I don't know. He's a he's a different, he's a different he's a character for sure. Yeah. I love him though. <laughs> Love him. Oh man, I also got to put uh, Joel Ortiz and King Crooked. The, the oh hard yeah, tape. yeah, I saw that it. was yeah. dope. That was really dope. That was it. This was a good year for music, even though some people just chose not to drop because the pandemic. That's what's crazy. Yeah, I think that's it. Definitely changed the Grammys, like the way they vote for stuff, because we had a lot of underground, like like slash like smaller artists in the nomination mm-hmm. because of that. But because the the smaller artists had to hold hold the music industry up almost we got a lot of good releases and a lot of more yeah. people paid attention to, to the releases than i think they would have before yeah because i think it's just everyone's inside so yeah. people on twitter just be going off on whatever they're listening to so mm-hmm. i mean word of mouth still <laughs> still exists <laughs> like it works yeah uh, i know we we kind of touched on black thought like Streets oh, of Three. that was all I'm forgetting about it again. That and that, that yeah. was in there. the only reason I didn't review it was because the review was either going to be real short 
or stupid long. No, it's a lot to break down. <laughs> like I could either just skim over everything and just do do them dirty like that, or I can just go in and break down every track and track. spend half an hour on every hour track. On every track. <laughs> yeah, like from the get go when he started out with the, I think Prisoner or like maybe I'm but dude, the tracks on that album are crazy. And it's crazy because it's like you wouldn't expect him to um to work with some of these people. Like you wouldn't expect him to work with um Portugal the Man. Like mm-hmm. that's just like so out of left field for me. Like, but it worked. <laughs> and he has that track with Schoolboy Q, which yeah, uh, again was, was like, what? What? But it works. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I feel like because Black Thought, thing, I mean, you know, looking back at his roots days, I love the roots. Roots is like mm-hmm. one of my favorite roots of all time. And uh, he, I think because he, you know, he had to work in a group, I think maybe that's why he's able to work with other people so well and also find yeah. ways to make them fit on his project. Yeah, that's likely. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, Black Thought is like one of my, one of my favorite MCs, like by far. Like, yes, he's just one of one of the goats that like you can't argue it really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's at that level. Yep. So it's, yeah. Dope project, but oh. I just I just couldn't review it without spending days on it. <laughs> yeah, well, my, my group had to, we had to do like a short review too. It was like, I can't, we can't go into detail because it would just take the whole episode. Yep. And all the other albums, they'd be like, why didn't you break that? Those albums mm-hmm. as much. I'm like, they're not Black Thought, bro. They're not Black <laughs> Thought. Black Thought is crazy. A whole nother monster. <laughs> a whole nother monster, yo. A whole nother monster. Shit. And Cuddy probably could have made it too, but he just dropped too late. Yeah. Dropped too late. Cuddy, Cuddy, Cuddy. Yeah, Man on the Moon 3. That's what I wanted from Cuddy, man. I needed that from Cuddy for yeah. a minute. Yep. Oh, shit. I don't think I got anything else, though. Like, there's, I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure I'm missing more. But, oh, I really like that Styles P album that dropped. Which uh, one? Styles, David, Ghost, Your Enthusiasm. Oh yeah, that I was one slapping was fun. that for a little period. I don't know. It. I don't know if like that's like lower honorable mention, but I really liked it. It was a vibe. That was you a know, fun stop. one for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think besides that, that's it. That's it for me too. It's funny. Like I think according to Spotify, my most like listened uh, artist was uh, Dreamville because they put out the director's cut. The, yeah. Which I'm I'm not counting as a separate album. I guess that I guess that one that's one of the deluxe I listen to a lot. Um, well, earlier in the year it yeah. came out earlier in the year and there wasn't a heck of stuff to listen to. Like that's yeah. in my top uh, albums too. Just because of Big like, Black I, Truck and uh, yeah. Disgusted. Jid, man, I need an album from Jid too. Yeah, it it better be coming. How yeah. are you going to drop a few Lucy's and then just disappear again? Disappear. It's Jid for you. He be on Twitter trolling too, tweeting yeah. and stuff. <laughs> I know, like a few weeks ago, you said drop the album. <laughs> like, who did? <laughs> talk about <All> right. yourself. <laughs> who are you talking about? You talk, You better be. T- you need to drop, bro. <laughs> Calling other people out. Just funny, man. I love you. That's for sure. Oh man. Uh, I think, I think we've exhausted our albums <laughs> this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure hey, there's more. Well, yeah, but with us, hey, you know, we're gonna try to cover as much as possible. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said at the top, this is all subjective, so. Like our lit, like my list could be changing every day. Like yeah. these are just ones that I feel are top ten right now. Right now, like it could change tomorrow. Honestly, who knows? And we still got days in December left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you never know. Like, if you one of those people that go into the comments hating, like, 
go do something else with your life. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to start appearing in your comments, man. I need to start commenting and having, <laughs> you know, checking some of these people in your comments. You feel me? I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be part of your comment community. Now. <laughs> people be funny in the comments sometimes. It's great. I know. I don't really comment on uh, YouTube videos that often. I, I mainly just like like and stuff, but I'm going to try to do that with your stuff because I feel like it sounds like there'll be some interesting discussions and I can come Every once in a while, in. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. like like I know with um when I did the breakdown for shoes, Kaylin Ellis came in. Like I'm like, okay, cool. I guess we're doing this now. <laughs> yeah, and that's dope that people like real artists are checking your comments and like showing you love or like commenting on your stuff. That's yeah, that's awesome. I I get hype every time. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I like, see you posted something like every time I do an interview or every time like you know it's I just interact it's just with artist. Yeah, it's great. It's a great feeling because like I, I feel like the respect is mutual. Like if they're willing to be on or if they're willing to send me their music, like mm -hmm. that just shows that like they respect me to some extent. So <laughs> it feels nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's get up on out of here. Where can people find you? Oh, you can find us on Instagram at the Hip Hop Babies Podcast. I'm on Twitter at Hip Hop Babies Pod. And um, on YouTube, um, the Hip Hop Babies podcast, um, we're starting to get more active on YouTube. And like I said, visuals will be coming soon. So hopefully you subscribe and are entertained by us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you guys are on every every podcast platform. Every pod, Yeah, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Google one, all of them. <laughs> you feel me? I uh, appreciate you. check If you do check us out, I appreciate that, man. And um, yeah, we're we, we, we trying to improve just like bar for bar. We're trying to improve. <laughs> We trying to get on, we trying to get on bro's level. You feel me with the visuals, <laughs> the clean visuals, but like, nah, I, I appreciate, again, I know I've said this, but nah, truly, I appreciate you reaching out and uh, making this work and making this happen. Cause show. No, like, like I said, we've been trying, we've been trying, we've been talking about it. <laughs> we just had to get yeah, to it. <laughs> it's tough, bro. We in the Bay, man. It's always something. It's always yep. a distraction going on, man. So. Yeah, for real. <laughs> nah, man. And um, yeah, if you check us out, follow us show us love it is what it is man i appreciate it yeah no for sure tech everyone be sure to check them out they they'd really be talking about a lot more than me <laughs> like they get more oh. into like the culture stuff yeah like i just be talking about the music aspect so if you're interested in like just kind of everything else definitely check them out yeah and um I, hey man nah like i love that you're also like really it's like two sides you know because we try to cover culture and music and you just really into the music and um that's how i'd be a lot of the time like really into the music <laughs> so i knew this would work i knew this would be a good back and forth you know what i'm saying yeah no this was fun I mean, we gotta do this again sometime i mean yeah, obviously not deaf. this because we can't do top 10 every time but <laughs> every time <laughs> but most deaf man like any 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 time i'm always down to work with you man show well, everyone, uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, be sure to check out the Hip Hop Babies podcast. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere on podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, Google. You know where to find them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. Stay safe out there. Peace. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>